This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Hey gang, Hamid here. I uh, just want to drop in a quick plug for the Southern Fry Gaming Expo happening July 12th through the 14th. Guys, most of you probably already know what this is, but those of you who don't, it is a huge three-day uh, con that focuses on gaming, uh, video games, and, and tabletop gaming. Um, there are so many different events and panels to see. There's there's a, a film festival element of it and movie screenings. There are guest speakers. There are video game tournaments um, and, and just so much stuff. And this year we're going to be doing a live Let's Make a Podcast recording uh, on Saturday at 8 p.m. That's Saturday, July 13th. Uh, yeah, fr- on stage from the Southern Fried Gaming Expo, we're going to be doing a live episode. So it should be a lot of fun, and we'd love to see you guys there. Um, but yeah, you can buy a three-day pass. You can buy a one-day pass. Uh, you can come check it out just for the podcast recorder or see all of the different events. Um, to see the full schedule, you can go to southernfriedgameroomexpo.com. Or just Google Southern Fried Gaming Expo and you can get all the info, pricing, and and, and see this huge schedule. Uh, I'm looking at it now and it's uh, definitely going to get you guys excited if you if you take a look at that. There's uh, something for everything, everyone here. Um, but most importantly, there's a live Let's Make a Podcast episode. So come watch that and uh, support us. Um, yeah, that's July 12th through the, the, the 14th. Hopefully we'll see you guys there. Now back to the show. What have I I done that's so terrible? Um, Your struggles early on, like um, getting to know your own anatomy. Jacking off? (laughs) That's What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We got to teach David something. Hello and welcome to Let's Make a Podcast with Muhammad T. Joma and Friends. I'm your host, Muhammad T. Joma. This is my podcast. This is a podcast in which we tackle all sorts of things. We we take the ideas, we celebrate the ideas that people have that they don't do. We celebrate all things podcasting here. We we love podcasts and we we like the ideas of podcasts that never get made. And you know, you ever have an idea where you're like, you know, that this this thing, this will this would make a great podcast. I'm gonna make a podcast about all about uh Ritz crackers and cheese, the with the little red stick that you spread the cheese on. I wanna make a podcast all about that. And you tell people about it for weeks and then you never do it. Here on Let's Make a Podcast, we do the podcast. I'm joined today by two of my best friends in the whole wide world. Oh man. Yeah. Welcoming to the show for the first time, Luke Tanner. Luke, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. At Cheez-Its Christ. At Cheez-Its Christ. your personal Instagram. (laughs) I just really enjoy that. And we are joined once again back uh, for his big return since, uh, it's been since episode one, season one, episode one. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. You've been waiting for this too, baby. I really have. Ladies and gentlemen, David Marsh. How's it going? Thank you. Thank you. Everybody. How are you, buddy? Welcome back. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. It's been uh, too long. Uh, and it's Luke, always it's been, been too long. Forever. <laughs> uh, 
I we didn't really talk about it too much because we were still in baby podcast place the last time you were on. So I'll, I'll address this to both of you guys. Do you listen to podcasts? Are you podcast listeners? Are you what podcasts are you listening to, if any at all? Do you have a time and place? I listen to a lot of the murdery ones. Do you really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> like what? My favorite murder. Or no, last last podcast to, on the left. Uh, I listen to a lot of that sword and scale. I don't know that. Like I got canceled, so <laughs> they canceled the podcast. But he put out like a hundred and twenty one hour episodes where he would just go over like a murder. I heard uh, some women on a podcast talking about how women like it, and it's be they well they were. Uh, like what? Hi, hi, like murder podcasts, yeah. and they were hypotenizing. What's that word? Hypothesizing. Hypothesizing. Thank you, David. He's a hi, scholar. Hypotenuse might have something to do with shapes. <laughs> I think you're, that's hippopotamus. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Round shape. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but they were theorizing that uh, women like it because they always feel like they might die at any moment, like getting out of their car, walking home huh. anytime. Maybe I think that's probably why I like yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You scared of death? Phobia. Very. That's Phobia. Really like driving on the interstate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of death, but not like sudden death. I'm scared of growing old and dying. Like real death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you're all going Yeah, to do. we all die, and uh, the thought horrifies me every day. Yeah. David, do you listen what to podcasts? Do I do listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, I like murder podcasts as well. Really? Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about them that I like. It's like a genre that I really don't listen to at all as, for as many podcasts Some as Some people say to. it's like, oh, you feel lucky because... Yeah, None of this happened to you. Yeah, I don't think that's it. I think they got it wrong. Well, there is a entertainment value, and to be perfectly morbid, like it's it's just like good storytelling. No, I like hearing about the darkness of the psyche, and like yeah. when you like if you hear something about like Jeffrey Dahmer or something like that, the things that he did that he that I could never conceive of. Right, it was just like how it's are like a totally different human part of somebody's brain that right. exists right. that are having fun with this right either having fun with it or just like i always listen to it and i'm like i wonder if this guy is actually like extremely mentally ill or if he was just a regular guy who got the thought one day and was just like i'd say they're the i'm same gonna act thing. out on it. it one and the same yeah i think so brothers <laughs> they're brothers they're two brothers well, it remi- it across me. America have you ever what's that movie with um, Jeff Bridges and uh, Starman yep that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to know no, the, uh, the Jeff next Brid- topic the, Je- the Jeff Bridges movie where he like saves someone from drowning and then he becomes a serial killer Wow, the vanishing, the vanishing, it's the American version of the vanishing. Yeah, I okay. don't know that the vanishing and cool like premise. that whole movie's about like how he um. He did something. He like saved someone from drowning, and he thought about like um, <clears throat> if he could do something so amazing. Like, was he capable of doing something so terrible? Crazy. And uh, I'm always I, I yeah. think about like that premise a lot when I listen to those podcasts. I'm always just like wondering how many of these people were just like normal one, at one. Is time? this is this making me sound psychotic? I don't well, you've know. never done anything that great, so yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sorry. So you're good. In the in the German, just film, don't ever save anybody's life. And you're in the German film, the guy actually um, thinks these weird thoughts, like I would never jump out this window because that would be silly, and I I might die. Sure. So I'm gonna go ahead and jump out this window because that's me going against what I'm fated not to do. And so he jumps out the window and like breaks his leg. <laughs> 
And once he does that, it's like a floodgate gets opened of things that he can... That he's trying rules to, he can violate yeah. and yeah. things like that. Crazy. It, it's, it's really... You feel perverse watching it. And I See, think that's, that's, that's kind of what I was talking about. I just don't know how to say things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why people watch that stuff. Yeah. What about... Uh, Luke, you're a big wrestling fan. There's mm-hmm. some good wrestling podcasts out there. You ever listen to any? I've listened to Jericho's podcast and uh, Stone Cold's podcast. but um, I heard... Um, God, what is Cabana? Cabana? Something? Chris Cabana? Yeah, Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Yeah. I heard him on an improv podcast called um, uh, "Hello from the Magic Tavern," mm-hmm. and he was just like a guest on it, doing a character, and he was so fucking funny and that so quick. Good. I was like, "Wow, this dude's like a legit good improviser." Well, I think a lot of those dudes are because I mean, when you really think about wrestling, like you were. You were an actor, yeah. Who and, also has to be an athlete and to react on the spot mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. I think and, well, they have to be able to talk on the microphone, right? And like, you have to be able to sell your character, and you have to be able to like, if someone you know backstage says you're a good guy, you have to go out there and act like a good guy, right? If you're, and so I think a lot of those guys. That's why like podcasting comes so naturally to them is because they just, I don't know, they've been they know the game. They yeah. know the game. Well, I mean, I I think of everything is wrestling now. The the more I've seen about wrestling, I've got a yes, friend. Yes, everything is wrestling. Cool. I mean, think about <laughs> politics for Very a second. Very wise. Think about it. If you're a politician, you got to get a gimmick. Yeah. And you got to play that gimmick well, whether you're a heel or a good guy. And that's going to get you the most attention. And there's the backstage game. Then there's, like, the front game. It's all the same. Like, I was watching... Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, I watch that like, show. There's that insane Miley amount news. of commonality between RuPaul's Drag Race and professional wrestling. Are you watching the new season? It's no. bad. No. What season did you watch? Um, I think it was like the... I don't know. Um, I guess my coworker matter. showed me like a whole season one day. Really? Yeah. And uh, Man, what's going on at your job? You sat down and watched a whole season of... <laughs> well, he's, he's a friend as well. Sure. Oh, okay. This was at the the job. Okay. Um, One day at work. But yeah, you're right. They they play. That's reality TV in general. They play up character. It's also just cult of personality. Sure. Yeah. Everything's wrestling. I really wish a politician would do like the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage thing with the creamers, where he's like, you know what they say about cream? Cream rises to the top. Whatever. Yeah. Twenty twenty is just around the corner. (laughs) Hey, here's hoping. Okay. Well, you guys have an idea. Uh, I guess together that you wanted to pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching um, one of my favorite TV shows probably ever, even though it's so, um, it's been, I guess, fairly short lived, but and the episodes are fairly short, but it's uh, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, Comedians in Cars with Comedy. Totally. Yeah. And that mo- that show has become kind of my um, background noise if I don't have anything else to watch. Yeah. It's like I know I can throw that on. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if I've seen one. it before, it's like entertaining. Yeah. And so one night it just kind of dawned on me, you know, what is so um, appealing about this show is obviously, you know, like if you're into comedy or whatever, you want to see these guests and you want to hear, you know, what they have to, to talk about, especially when they have the older guys on like Mel Brooks and stuff like that. It's just yeah. so cool. He, like he eats... Uh, chicken what's that chicken dish he eats on the show yeah, and like, <laughs> he's and, like i eat this every night I'm yeah like, and, what the hell he's lived in 90 <laughs> yeah, it's like, was it him and rickles that were together yeah. just like giving each other i think it's carl reiner wasn't it oh yeah, it was yeah carl yeah, reiner yeah. and yeah. brooks yeah anyways i was watching it and there's something that I, I think i'm just so drawn to like 
conversation and friend sure. and friends talking yeah. and um you know Jerry Seinfeld just has such a way of um getting people he 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 has a way of saying like a really simple thing but making it sound so interesting or like getting people to mm-hmm. say really interesting things you know, back to him by the way he maybe by the way he forms the question. Yeah, it's in, um, it's interesting because nobody knew he was a good interviewer right. until he started interviewing people. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he and he, he and you know, like I guess a lot of people say like that no one's ever been better at that than Howard Stern. Mm. But um, you when you go back and like it, it seems effortless to both of them. Yeah, I guess you know you're just. It's definitely a real talent, like a natural talent that comes to some people when it comes to interviewing. Well, I mean, I don't have that on my podcast. Well, Howard Stern's got this thing. He, he's a little cruder than Seinfeld is with it. Um, crude in every sense of the word, but he, if he senses that you're doing something insincere. He shuts it down immediately. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, whatever. That's not true. You tell me what really happened." Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Seinfeld does it in a more elegant way. He actually did it to Howard Stern. Yeah. He's like, like Howard Stern was talking about his hair, and Seinfeld's like, "You're a radio guy. <laughs> Nobody cares about your hair." <laughs> and so, like, I I think that Luke and I both share kind of a distaste for insincerity. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. And I would we characterize like you guys both in that way. What's really going on. Or, sure. Or, or, yeah. You know, like, knock off the... the so you, you probably don't like this fake voice I do for the podcast, huh? This is how you've all you want me to go back to since you were in sixth grade. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's do it a bit. It's Way to play along, guys. <laughs> no, you want to talk about it a bit. I'd love to talk about you in sixth grade. What was uh? What did I do in sixth grade? You were like a collection of bits. I was. You were I was a real just person. basically all bit. Yeah. I not, still kind of am. <laughs> so I met I met him in sixth grade, and I was like I was not cool at all. And Muhammad. Oh, you was, were so cool, David. <laughs> Muhammad was even less cool. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he was like the kid that he, he wasn't that cool, but he was f- funny, you know. And so he got a lot of like uh, attention for just being funny. And yeah, so, although being funny in in like middle school, not cool. Like in high school, that can carry you a large, large way, but nobody well, gives a shit thing, about the funny kid. In elementary school and middle school, <laughs> middle it can school. make you friends. Yeah, that's true. It and can, I did like if you find mm-hmm. like the one kid in your class who either thinks you're funny or is also funny. Oh, yeah, uh, Muhammad was hilarious. I still think you're hilarious. Thank but, you, buddy. But yeah. when I met you, I was like, "This is the funniest kid I've ever met," <laughs> and, and not. I don't even know if he, if it's on purpose. <laughs> I would have you empty your pockets. You remember this? Yeah. I'd be like, "Just show me what you got in your yeah. pockets." That was because he'd always have weird stuff he had Dude, a kazoo in his pocket that was a day. that was a bit almost like, specifically like, for you it's like wake up in the like, morning and like oh i gotta find some shit to stuff in my pocket you had an audience of one <laughs> yeah and it, it went over like gangbusters every time, every time. Yeah. it sounds like harpo marks with like the uh he was a lot like harpo marks yeah. now that you mentioned it he did like it you did bad bad leroy brown like played it on the kazoo <laughs> i would have never dreamed of standing on the desk and and doing uh, a kazoo, I, yeah, bad, bad Leroy Brown. I always thought it was social death. <laughs> he survived it. Yeah, yeah. If there's one thing that I've al- always had as just like a sincere, like disconcern with how other people view me, <laughs> like I, I, I 
want people to like. I do. I desperately want people to like me. So maybe that's not true. But, but you like, rebel against it. I yes, I sort of rebel against my own sensibilities often to just be like. And people like you. Or like, what would I think would be really funny to see right now? And then I just do that, and it typically works out for me. So what you find funny is what a lot of people find funny. Yeah, I've got a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think the there's a, there's something about that. Like I think that um, I know. David talked about you were super funny growing up. And I remember the people that were, like, super funny growing up. Like, they were, like, one of a kind. Mm -hmm. And, like, I always, like, especially now that we have, like, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And I see, like, their lives. I'm always, like, I wonder if they're still hilarious or if, like, something still... Some of them lose it. Luke, I I think you were super funny when I met you in middle school at a sleepover at David Marsh's house. I remember thinking, like, holy shit, this guy's hilarious. I'll tell you this much. I don't know if I've always been funny, but I know that I have always at least tried to be. You've always been funny. Yeah. Well, I always also always tried, and I I actually remember specifically at that sleepover being like, oh, shit, I'm, like, I'm (laughs) out-gamed here. That was Uh, by design, by the way. Yeah. I I was like, I'm going to bring these two together was anybody else there or was it just the three no, there were other people and it was yeah chase i don't Jones even there? i don't even remember anybody buddy else. chase was he there we, we, we had a few there, people there and um i remember we watched emily rose you know what uh audrey rose audrey rose audrey, do you, yeah, you know what my mom terrifying. remembers about you muhammad what that I had to go to really, football practice in the morning and I really was miserable. I about remember it. that i was first like all, so didn't want to go your responsibility you you completely shirked your responsibility to get up and go to football practice and so we had to wake you up. Yeah. And you were completely like resentful over having been waking up. <laughs> yep. She was like, he's, like, like, whenever I mention you, she's like, he's grumpy in the mornings. <laughs> I'm, I'm grumpy in the mornings. Uh, he's grumpy. I, I, I think you had a bowl cut. I did have a bowl cut. And also, I am very, uh, very much cut. a morning person these days. Not grumpy in the mornings. So yeah. very different. I've never, I've never. Tell your mom that. I've never, Let her know. Never lost my morning grumpy. I don't. Really? I, I'm yeah. like. I, a, she's mentioned it so many times over the years when I mention you that I don't think she'll believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grumpy at night these days. Yeah. If I stay up too late, I'm like, mm, I want to go to bed. <laughs> See, I, I, I can be like super sleepy all day long at work, and then like ten o'clock comes, and I'm just like, well, fuck, I'm awake now. That's funny. I don't know when the, it shifted for me. And yeah. I work from home, so like it's a thank God it's a good habit to have because yeah, I could just sleep in all day. And I have to get up at five thirty every day, and I'm, I'm I'll, I'll, I, I, I can tell you I'll, right now I will never get used to it. I, I will say if I had to get up at five thirty, I'd be grumpy in the morning. So, too. So how, do you have time to sit down and have a coffee and everything? No, that's something that I make sure I do every morning. Dude, I get your day coffee. so much better it, it, if you it's, give yourself yeah. twenty minutes. Yes, dude, absolutely. I'm, I'm on Dallas Highway twelve minutes after I wake up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I'm not kidding. When I said, when I asked Muhammad that question, like I've done it before, but I do what Luke does every day, and I so I know the difference between those lives. Yeah, and I'll I, say I, I I really can't even weigh in on this conversation because even when I had a job that I had to go to, it was never like usually I had to be there by like nine, maybe once a month or so. I have to be somewhere. You know, I have to get up at like six a.m. But usually, I'm up. My in, hair is in, wet at, in the out of bed at like eight eight thirty. My hair's wet in the car. Yeah, I don't even shower in the morning. I can't. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I have time to put my clothes on, grab my gym bag, and leave. If I didn't shower in the morning, I would be a 
like a greasy, disgusting person. I don't even shower at my house Monday through Friday. Yeah, just at the gym or something? Just at the gym. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Why don't you shower? <laughs> shower at the gym. Sometimes I get in that habit of being like, uh, I should shower before bed. At like uh, I would have worked out or something. I'm like I should shower before bed. And then I'm like, well, I'm gonna work out tomorrow. I guess I'll shower. Like, why shower now? I'm just gonna get stinky tomorrow. But then yeah. that'll have it for like two days, and I'll be like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep not showering unless I shower. I like <laughs> it's, it's actually probably not even. I, sh- I shouldn't even be endorsing the only shower at the gym thing because me and Naomi have white sheets. Yeah, they have like a pattern on them. Yeah. But like my side of the bed is like, like even though they've been washed, there's seriously like a brown hue to them. <laughs> like, like, but wait, wait a minute. We were, we were pitching a podcast where, oh. yeah, one point. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. All right. Oh, so yeah, that was, uh, go, you go ahead. Your jumping off point was uh, Seinfeld show. And Jesus so, Christ. What happened? This is what happened. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so, you know, they have like a bunch of nice cars, a bunch of celebrities and everything like that. <laughs> so, me and Luke were talking about... <laughs> You want to hear the idea? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Uh, the idea was that we know people who don't really, you know, stand out as being particularly noteworthy, but they're the funniest people ever. Like right. you, you talk to them, and they're like, to me, like I feel like Luke is kind of an unsung comedy genius. Like, although he has, we can talk about it a little bit, but he has more Instagram followers than. Any of my shows, so so anyways, we we were we were talking about this show, and there's something that's extremely interesting about this show, and I was like, and uh, and, and we decided that, you know, obviously Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis and you know Don Rickles, these guys are extremely interesting, right. and Jerry will talk to them about you know like you know tell me about playing the comedy you know tell me about playing letterman in 73 or tell me about you know how you got started in the comedy store and stuff like that and and it just clicked that you know this isn't this isn't necessarily interesting because i care all that much about like stand-up comedy and like their roots and how they got started but i think that people's stories of how they got to where they are and and, and and you know what they had to do to to get to where they are can be just as interesting as like a famous person. Oh, for sure. So, I, I I've always thought that, and I've always thought there should be an interview show for like everyday people. people. Yeah. And so we just kind of wanted it to be like the same, a, a very similar format. However, bring on your everyday blue collar, salt of the earth person. And, you know, a lot of these people, like like David was saying, you know, you've probably worked in a job before, and there's, like, a guy there who's the most hilarious guy in the whole world. Oh, yeah, for who, sure. Who, who just, like... Doesn't care, doesn't, like, doesn't, isn't going to be a famous person, isn't going to, yeah. like, use his, his, you know, yeah, comedy for anything besides just being the funny guy at, you right. know... Shoney's but he, but he, he probably also has a very interesting story and you know mm-hmm. his letterman in 73 might be you know you know i traveled to colorado and worked right. the summer on a 
Well, how many times have you had a conversation with somebody where you're like, that you've known for a while and then you're like blown away by their story and you're just like, what the fuck? Like all the time. Like, you're way more interesting than I ever thought right, you were. Right, exactly. And that's what me and Dave were talking about is because I think me and him both kind of possess that same... We're conversationalists. We're conversationalists. Like, I, yeah. I can talk. Oh, yeah. And I can talk I about... Like, we we just, talked for... Uh, almost an hour and a half yeah, before and this we started recording keeps today. Turning into just you know, yeah. I'm the same way. I, I like tangents. I like listening. I like talking. I, I just right. I, I love it. And it's basically just an avenue for us to do that with maybe just a little bit of structure. Yeah, sure. It, the only caveat is that like the people we have on, and this is going to sound kind of mean. It's like you have to be a good conversationalist, or you have to be funny. Yeah, yeah. One or the other. Yeah. And so because conversationalists kind of like to get into things and let sure. things float around and they uh, don't mind having a little bit of an argument here and there, to, you know, just going down different tangents. You're just going to, and you guys are just finding people, you know, people that you work yeah. with, people, neighbors, whatever. Well, we're old now. We can, we know a lot of people. Yeah. And just having them on to, yeah. and then you're, we'll interview them, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pretty much kind of like the hidden gems that we know we're going to bring on the show. And expose them to the world. Very cool. Well, that's great. Do you have a name for it? Well, we had talked about we so we had talked about dudes and cars getting beer as a total homage. Sure. To the to the Jerry thing, and um, we also had talked about having a segment at the beginning. You know, every single one of those episodes is um, you know, oh, I'm picking up. Will Ferrell in a 68 Ferrari and they only made nine of them. Right, right, right. So, like, what car do you drive? And so it's just like, you have somebody come on, what car do you drive? And just give a complete, honest rundown of this guy's, like, 2012 Ford Focus. You know? <laughs> just, like... Specs. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. top gearing there. Steve McQueen <laughs> car that drove one. this car in the movie <laughs> Bullet. And it'll just be, like, one time... What? <laughs> What did you say about my 2009 CRV? So it was like the I told you, I, told, I, I did I looked up David's car today just to like try and to, to practice and it was a like a five star rated like side impact vehicle. <laughs> That's uh, great. It was like the that car like Motor Trend said like the Honda CRV has more resellability than any other wow. vehicle like in That's North impressive, America dude. right now. Thank so. you. I mean, we were looking for something like that. And Steve and Steve McQueen has one. Uh, <laughs> so. Would this podcast take place in the car, or is this? I, I think I think the car. No, I think, I think the, your title needs work. Is what I'm saying. If you're going to be at a table, the homage is a little confusing. I think. Yeah, you're right. If you're if somebody's listening, it was listening. just it was just you know the homage. dudes with crappy cars drinking beer. Yeah, perfect. Dude, dudes much better. Dudes okay. with cars. Yeah. Dudes with dudes. Dudes, dudes with cars. cars dudes who have cars. Yeah, maybe you're right. It needs a little work. I just don't want people. I think if I saw that as a name, I would click on it and expect people in cars getting beer. You know what? They're never actually (laughs) drinking their coffee in the car, though. That's true. And often they're just at the restaurant. Yeah, or it should be apartment or whatever. Since we're living on the edge here, I'm just going to ask you how disappointed you would be if we weren't driving a car. And I clicked on it to listen. Yeah. Mm, Like between one and ten, probably like a nine and a half. I think you're full of crap. Could we? <laughs> I don't think you can. Massively, massively disappointed. Could we edit in not driving? like uh, driving noises? Like, yeah, we could do that. I could just like a <laughs> like, like 
However, <laughs> free driver to traffic drive noises yeah. and have these conversations. I have too much driving anxiety uh, that I wouldn't be. I'd be like, shut up for a second. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta turn left. Yeah, everyone, quiet. I gotta figure out how to let do I twenty. Secret. Atlanta's not the best town to have like a podcast driving around talking show. Yeah, like it's probably not horrible traffic and idiots everywhere. Yeah, well, I guess traffic would be useful though. Less driving, more sitting around. Maybe we could just go sit at a Sonic. Subscribe <laughs> 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 dudes at Sonic. Yeah, relaxing. dudes at Sonic. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's. Take a break, and right. then we'll get into the show, and we'll have a title for it when we get back into it. Does okay. that sound good? That's and good. I guess that you guys are just going to uh, interview me? Yeah. Yeah. I guess? Yeah. Right. We'll see how you like it. But we'll do like a full, like, you know, we'll just talk. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure we have plenty to Flip talk Flip the script about. here, Muhammad. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm scared. <laughs> David said that so, <laughs> like, aggressively? Fully intended. <laughs> All right, let's. We'll take a quick break and uh, quick break, and we'll be right back. With quick break. More this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is episode one of our new podcast. Just to give you a quick overview of what you're in for, this is a podcast born out of my love of Jerry Seinfeld's show. Was it Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? I obviously love it so much that I remember the name. Uh, But it's born out of that, but more so it's born out of my conversations with Luke Tanner, who uh, is my co-host here. Hello. And um, so the whole concept, we were thinking about how effective the show was and how very little of the effectiveness of the show had to do with them being celebrities or having nice cars that they were driving around in. And so we thought, what's a good way we can just get people we know are good conversationalists funny people in talking to us and so uh we're still working on the title and we kind of tangentially uh decided that cars were neither here nor there so i think we wound up with dudes with cars drinking beer yes so we have cars but we don't need to drive in them um because who cares (laughs) um anyway so to uh start today's show off we are going to introduce our host, who is a friend of mine and Luke's. Go back a long way. Back to middle school, actually. Guest, probably, is the word you were looking for there. What did I say? Host. Oh, yeah. He's not a regular. Um, <laughs> we both met him in middle school. Muhammad T. Joma. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Hello. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm excited to be on this inaugural episode. I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. So... Uh, Luke's going to ask you a question here about your vehicle. So go ahead. Oh, cool. So, Mohammed, what, um, you, t- <laughs> you told us earlier that you did not have, you don't, <laughs> you don't have an, immediately a, a wrench in the premise. Yeah. That you don't have an everyday driver. Um, we're not starting off great. Yet. We did until recently. Me and my wife have one car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it recently got totaled, and now we have zero cars, but we're going to get another one, How which will be the almost the exact same car. What you looking for? So, we're going to get another Prius. We drove a 2014 Prius. We are now getting a 2015 Prius. I've got so uh, many Toyota questions. Prius yeah. C. Yeah. Um, How did it get totaled? So, Sam got a job. My wife got a job in Dunwoody. It was her second week of commuting. She had so basically we we live here in the city. We live 
like about a minute walk from a martyr station that's right across the street from us mm-hmm. and um you know for a long time when we got together i had a motorcycle and she had a car mm-hmm. and then my motorcycle i got to i got hit by a car on the motorcycle mm-hmm. and that got totaled and during that time we were kind of debating what to do and we said why don't we just be a one car family so we we just rolled with the one car that's been fine we live right next to a martyr station she was working in midtown and she would take martyr to work every day the car i used it to you know run errands i work from home um or you know if i had a meeting or had to be somewhere i would i would use the car but um it mostly stayed parked uh then she got a new job out in dunwoody and she was going to start commuting. So her second week, her second Monday of commuting an hour every day for work, mm-hmm. she got hit by an 85-year-old man and oh. the car got totaled. And she was not crazy about the idea of commuting <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, and driving. Like for a person who never drove, she was like kind of nervous about it and just like not super stoked that she had to do it. But she was like, you know, it's a good job. It's going to be worth it. And then literally her second week, the second Monday, she got Do you hit, think if the... If the Prius were a more formidable-looking car, that it wouldn't have gotten hit. <laughs> that the old man would have slammed on the brakes and been like, "Ooh, man! If this car looked a little bit weaker, I would have definitely hit it." <laughs> How did you feel about the Prius's uh, aesthetic? Uh, I was fine with it. It was a hatchback, which I grew to like, but uh, I didn't love just because there was no like permanent trunk space, but it did give me a good habit of always clearing out the car, you know, just to avoid break-ins and stuff, because you can see everywhere in the car, basically. Are, so. are all are all Priuses hybrids? They aren't. Oh, yes, they're all hybrids. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were going to ask if they're all hatchbacks. No, no. I think they're all hybrids. I think there's a couple that are full electric, but like they're almost all hybrids. And then they're almost all, or at least what you see is always almost hatchbacks, but they make them not hatchback, but I'm like, I've never seen one of those I don't think I've seen one on either. the road. Yeah. I only saw I one when know. I was like looking up Priuses. Do uh, people make fun of you for driving a Prius? No. No? I mean, I live in Is that an Atlanta. <laughs> it's an ITP thing? Probably. That's a OTP. We're OTP. OTP. We're OTP. Yeah, so OTP. we... Yeah, know the, what the like are. everybody down here has a Prius. So I, they're also, by the way, just just the. I love my Prius. It's why I'm buying a second one. They are amazing for gas mileage, obviously, because they're a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And then they are cheap cars. They are like entry level sedan prices. Yeah. They're like buying a basic Camry. Well, I've seen a but lot you're getting more fifty of miles them. to the gallon. I think like when they first came out, it was like a novelty. Like yeah, but people you know, just realize like gas mileage. Yeah, yeah, but nothing. Like, I mean, what do you need a fucking like? Like people are like, yeah. oh, they, they don't have the horsepower. You're like, so what? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't need that. How are you gonna gun it? <laughs> yeah, are you gonna gun it at a red light when the teenager go- next to you is revving her Camaro? <laughs> Do you ever go mudding? Oh uh, yeah, in the Prius, sir, all the yeah. time. Take it off road. Uh, but yeah, I, I also just to to touch on the vehicles again. Uh, yeah, I had motorcycles most of my life, most of my twenties. Mm-hmm. I've had four motorcycles over my you know, years that I drove a motorcycle, I don't currently drive a motorcycle, uh-huh. um, which is weird for me. It's been weird for the last few years, but I recently got into biking, which that's how I get around now is on a bicycle. And that's been uh, great. It's felt sort of a motorcycle sized hole in my heart. feels good riding a bike. Around I feel like, in a, like if you live, especially down here, you could probably almost get certain places quicker on a bicycle than you could in a yeah. vehicle. Yeah. Certain I mean, times a day. Yeah, certain times of day, and if you're ballsy, I guess, which yeah. I tend to not be on the bike, but you, you can still... I mean, it's a perfectly... 
Like it takes me 15 minutes to get to the Kroger that used to take me, you know, 10 minutes to get to. So it's not like, it's not like I'm losing that much in it or anything. And it's great. I mean, if, as long as you're kind of content to always having to work out to get anywhere, but that's kind of a nice feeling too, you know, like bust a sweat anytime you need to, you know, go run an errand. I remember your first car, or I think it was your first car. The Lancer was not my first car. That was my second car. That was oh, the first car I bought, like with my own money. First car, first car that was very eye-catching. Yes, it was an ex- expensive car for what it was. It was like a, it was the Mitsubishi Lancer, which was like a rally car. Wait, was, so was it with a speed car that you got in high school? This was a car I got in high school. Yeah. I was like seventeen. I had a good job and was lucky to have parents who supported me in a lot of other ways. To where all the money I was making was just my own money you right. know i didn't have to pay for anything else at the time so <clears throat> i uh yeah i saved up some money and i i put a down payment on it and i i would pay the monthly payments on it and uh eventually could not afford that car anymore because i moved out on my own and stuff but where'd you where did you, where did you work whitewater okay yeah i was a. Uh, but i got a promotion my second year there and then was making ten dollars an hour mm-hmm. which was insane so- <laughs> for my age i was just like i remember that time feeling like richer than i've ever felt in my entire life Absolutely. there was always just money in my bank account i like i remember i'd take like four friends out for dinner i'd just be like yeah i'll pick up the check it's cool i got a lot of money always <laughs> that's back when minimum yeah, wage was like job too yeah <laughs> that's, that's back when minimum wage was like 525 yeah so like ten dollars an hour yeah it was like big double the minimum yeah, wage that was more than big money. yeah made for a long time yeah so yeah i remember my, my first job was at a shoe store and i made six dollars an hour and mm-hmm. i remember them being like well, we're not supposed to start people this high yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. so what, what 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 years would you have been at whitewater uh like 2001 probably through 2004 okay yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you and my wife worked together. Really? Yeah. I was at, actually American Adventure side. Oh, yeah, I worked that there. Was at the theme park. Briefly. Yeah, we worked together for a bit. Yeah. Oh, you worked at, up in Human HR resources. for a long time, though. That's yeah. right. You worked with my sister. Worked with your sister. Nadine. HR. HR American Adventures. Um, you wouldn't believe some of the things that went down. <laughs> I know. I, I at probably water. It was just the two of you in that like whole department too. Just. Well, it was right? me, Nadine, and uh, there was uh, Lauren and Kelly, uh, and hopefully they listened to this. It was a, <laughs> it was a fun time because you worked during the summer, yeah, and um, then when, got unemployment in the winter. <laughs> well, the HR thing is like you had to hire everybody yeah. in the beginning of the summer, uh-huh. and it's just just people filing in like huge amounts of people, like because you they would go unemployed during the year, and uh, so the hiring process was really stressful because you had to like speed higher yeah and so you just had this line of people and they're like uh are you are you going to do bad things when you work <laughs> right. no okay cool you're right you're here yeah the, the thing about the, the thing about uh, a lot of them water, lied. it was <laughs> it was a it was a it's a theme park it's a water park yeah. and uh yeah and um yeah they just hire all teenagers and there was a shitload of positions to be filled yeah so there was just like I mean, I don't know. Maybe you, did you know the numbers of how many employees were there? Like a hundred, a couple hundred, maybe even. Probably know. I knew yeah. a ton of people that worked there. Yeah, like, so, uh, like just it was like a very common job to it was get. A great job. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I yeah, mean, it was fun, and the people who worked there were fun. Yeah, I've never been there. I got fired because I failed the drug test. That's your. I fault, was just David. about to I was, HR department. Yeah, David. What the fuck? <laughs> that wasn't while I was on the clock. I think actually we didn't work there at the same time. Yeah, that, did we? That, I was. I had no part in your screening process. 
in his demise. <laughs> I wasn't able to be like, uh, not Muhammad. I always would um, just sort of hold off, like for like the first three summers I worked there, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, because I would like, you know, I was a teenager or whatever. I would smoke weed until I had to go back to work for the summer, and then I wouldn't smoke weed over the summer. And then, like, by the time I was a senior, I was like, this is the only time I should, like, yeah. this is what I want to smoke. Don't we were going smoke. to yeah. the get, beach and stuff, and then, yeah. Because when you get fired for that, and even in high school, it's kind of like, even if you know he's doing it, and then he gets fired for it, you're kind of like, Muhammad's losing it. Yeah, well, my parents didn't know. I just lied to him and was like, yeah, oh, I got fired for something else. Yeah. And then my older brother ratted me out, oh. and it actually caused a rift between me and my older brother for years. Oh, my God. For oh, years. Man. We were like on basically non-speaking terms mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. yeah. everything, everything's cool now yeah we're like great friends and we see each other all the time once i think once he had kids we really like kind of reconnected yeah. and, but like it was i mean i say like years it's probably like a year or something but like you know how that feels mm-hmm. when you're 18 or 19 but like yeah we didn't like we'd maybe occasionally see each other and but that was about it how many siblings do you have i have an older brother and a younger sister Okay, it's just three. Yeah. I feel like that's like in our high school days. That's like the Altamont concert. Like you know, everything's going good. There's Woodstock, everything's fine, everything's going smoothly. But then around the time that like mom gets fired from Whitewater, <laughs> everything starts falling <laughs> apart. It's like it's like the '60s go bad, man. And, uh, and, uh, and because you remember, like we, a lot of our friends that went to school at that yeah. point started dropping out. Well, that was also just like. Uh, a weird time like you're at an age I think like I was like 17 or 18 or something and you're like at an age where uh, do I need this yeah like you really start questioning things a little bit yeah. more and we happen to hang out meet uh, my group of friends and David you were definitely a part of that too was, was a you know some troubled kids in, in ways that most of them have turned out perfectly fine if, if i mean better than fine but mm-hmm. there was there was a lot of ki- like it started with people skipping school and then realizing like oh i just don't have to go like mm-hmm. i can just drop There's out no, yeah. so yeah i mean I, I was thinking about this recently and talked about it a little bit on my podcast my high school ipod quick plug yeah uh but uh good show <laughs> we were talking about um i was like yeah i guess almost all of like my close friend group dropped out didn't graduate high school at least not on on time you know very close proximity yeah i mean there was two very early on those two dropped out like Uh um i think like sophomore year so pretty early on and we were just like whoa but then everybody else it was like it was all like senior year it's all like the beginning of senior year people were just like fuck it i'm done yeah we've all known each other for a long time Mm -hmm. yes and um like i already talked about how muhammad was just kind of a collection of gimmicks when i met him yes all bits all the time still kind of me i'm always on very similar and i think that it was like we were skeptical as children (laughs) yeah which was weird for children yeah like our friends were going through these phases like uh in fifth grade what was it like uh posers that's what we called each other posers yeah Yeah. like if i if they found out i had socks that didn't weren't the same brand perpetrating perpetrating we talked (laughs) about that on another podcast yeah yeah Yeah. but uh me and me and luke were always like kind of like these guys are lame yeah 
Yeah, you guys had a. Uh, but but I always fell into it way. More. I always I always ended up giving in way more than you did. I never gave in. You never David, did. I always feel like you thought. Uh, oh, that sounds bad. I was gonna say you thought you were better than everybody else. Well, no, no, but you I, did have a, a was, real self assent that would not be shaken by the masses. Well, I've, 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 I've talked about this with David on the way down here. Was that David has seemed to have it figured out a lot <laughs> a longer long than us because we were talking about no. still well, still does. Well, we were talking about my high school iPod, and yeah. I was he was like, you know, I didn't really listen to a lot of that same stuff that you guys listen to. And I was like, it was because you were you were too smart to get in <laughs> into like the dashboard bullshit. and like the <laughs> bullshit because you to knew Swayze's and get elbowed in the face by because hey, so you, fun. <laughs> you knew we weren't gonna like it in three years. You were just like, yeah. and it's like you start with the stones and you end up at the stones, and this is this is where we're no, at. I actually, this is like a recurrent theme throughout my life is that I don't. I, I argue that I never had it figured out. Like, I was not wise, and I, I get a little wiser just like everybody else. But everybody else goes through phases, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And I never could do that because I... I don't know if it's because I was such a movie fanatic that I saw over decades the way that trends worked. And I knew that, like, the fleeting ones were really embarrassing sure. for people. Yeah. Like, the mullet stage of the 1980s y- you know, was not... Uh, it's so funny that you mentioned that because yeah. I, as another movie watcher, I would see that stuff and instead of thinking like, oh, it's funny that people, yeah, I, like, think I, I was I was just so much like, oh, wow, you should really be into your look of the time because yes. those guys look awesome I'm that so, they were like rocking the 80s look. I'm like, like, I always hated the guy in the 80s movie who was just wearing a polo and jeans because I'm like, well, anybody could wear that yeah, anytime. Like Mark Summers. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, my my heroes were completely different. It was like I liked Harrison Ford and Clint Eastwood, right? Yeah, and those dudes, Tommy Lee Jones, wore, they tucked their polos under their jeans. They, they were kind of like functional clothing, yeah, and they didn't let anybody like sw- you know manipulate them, yeah. And so <laughs> when I saw people around me in like middle school and high school frosting their tips, yeah, I was like, you guys, I still gonna- do that. I have a jumpsuit that I've been wearing lately. It's like the most 2019 thing i own it's a it's like a male romper almost i I find myself Uh more like you know whether it be consciously or subconsciously like asking myself like is this cool (laughs) because well i think like now i mean i'm also very concerned with like looking cool but i i tend to take chances that a lot of people don't take right well i like going back to the movie thing like willing i i would rather (laughs) like i think i always like thought that you know like um steve mcqueen and you know the guys that you referenced there's another one i think i knew i think they were new i knew they were cool Mm -hmm. but like i want i would rather be spicoli Right. I'd rather That's like, how I felt. I'd rather too, be yeah. a character, like I'd rather like have people the, the Spicolis in the movies were always my favorite characters. Yeah, me I remember too. being in middle school in like 
sort of acting like I was stoned because I saw people do that. And, right, and, stuff. Yeah. and I was like, those are always the funnest guys. And yeah. so I was just like, I remember like multiple older kids being like, whoa, is this kid high? You know, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they probably had never smoked weed either. They and probably they just loved thought, it. Right? Yeah. But I was like, cool. I, I'm funny. Like those guys are funny, yeah. you know, but like thinking back on it now, I definitely was doing like a, probably even like a voice like this or something. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Just cause I was like, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably yeah. suggest though, and I would say that both of you guys are characters. Yeah. I'm not a character. That's true. No, you are I a would Tommy Lee Jones. I'm obviously not those guys. Yeah. But I remember <laughs> there's this one friend of mine that told me he had a mullet in the 80s. He's in, like in his 40s now. And um, I was like, didn't you know? Didn't you know when you saw the mullet, <laughs> when you cut the hair and you looked in the mirror, didn't you know this is gonna be gone so soon and you're gonna be embarrassed yeah and he's like no i thought it was i thought it was cool i didn't do a meta-analysis on it i think about that all the time we're like we just have these like family albums of like my dad and my uncles and like my granddad and they all just have like mustaches that I don't even think you can grow them that big anymore. <laughs> like in like 1985, like I don't even know just, like massively just like no, furry yeah. mustache and then just like half of them have perms, half of them have mullets, and then like there's a few people that have something in between that you can't uh-huh. delineate whether or not it's like a mullet. Or a person. Like everybody think looks I, like that. If I had hair still, I, I've gone bald in my old age. But if I had hair still, I would rock a mullet right now. So, I see uh, the Braves player Donaldson yeah. with, Listen, the, with his mullet, and I'm yes. just like, yeah, I could pull that my off. My nine year old <laughs> is begging for one. I yeah, feel, let him have it because of Josh, because of Josh, Josh Donaldson. Donaldson. That's yeah. what I. Yeah, I've got another disconcerting theory about this stuff. Is I that, have a mustache right now. I mean, like yeah. I, I tend to just to you go into that more I, with your look than I think most of my friends. That's well, true. I, I also I, change it up a lot, but I, I do ch- still like go for cool. And I, everything I wear and then the way I dress, my cutoffs, they're they're trendy. My slides right now, they're yeah. trendy, but they're like just a little bit more comfortable. Well, a little bit more removed from like modern just fashion. Yes. It's like something that you might see a celebrity wear or dress like or something, but. Like it's always kind of a little crazy, like oh, a jumpsuit or I, a, or bear, slides with socks. I wear a lot. Big boy does that. It's totally fashionable, this, but this it's is, not like you know, it's not like the thing to do. This, you know, this is what I've observed, and I'm a little concerned about it. That there are these celebrities are a lot of beautiful people a lot of the time, not all the time, but sure. a lot of the time they're beautiful people. Absolutely, and they'll do. Take Brad Pitt, for instance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless of what people say about him now, he was at one time, like, the, like, hot guy. Right. No, Absolutely. I, still think, um, I still think he's and hot. And so, yeah, <laughs> what Brad Pitt did throughout his life and career was make himself as ugly as possible with as many different styles as he could. And people still thought he was hot because he was so attractive yes. that it shone through well, he was. That. It was He was, like, ugly proof. Yeah, ugly yeah. proof. And I also don't know if I agree with that, though. I mean, just in general, like, I think he made some extreme stylistic choices. Think of Snatch, though. And so, like, kind of ratty looking. Yeah. Kind of, kind of dirty. Yeah, but, but, like, was, but, like, like cool 11, dirty. What? Like, he's never, he's yeah, never exactly. really. Exa- you know, he survives. Yeah. But I also think he kind of 
guess glams what, it up a little guess bit. Guess what most dudes It doesn't can't hurt do, that though. he has an yeah, 11 pack. Yeah. An, he has what? Like an yeah. 11 pack. And I feel like his jaw for has abs. Reason, yeah. For whatever reason, guys guys are great. They just they look at Brad Pitt and Snatch. They're like, that looks good. I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm, dude, guilty as charged. I watched, I watched that movie and I was just like, man, I want to be a fucking dirty Irish hobo. Did just you like have Brad an eight pack Pitt. at the time? I've, I've, I, I know you I have one now. I might have had like one ab in my life. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Actually, I was thinking the other day about like, I've never had abs. I will never have abs. But you, and then I was been like, consistent though. I have been, and I'm, I think I'm a healthy sized person, yeah. but I've always had like a belly, like yeah. a small belly, but a belly. And I was just like, I think I would be so uncomfortable with the way my body looked if I had abs just be because it's uh thing that i have so little experience like it would look so foreign on my body that yeah. i would it would blow my mind yeah but i've also just never been like i am i am active for sure mm-hmm. but i am never been one to be like there's never been a time in my life where like i was like after work i hit the gym zero well i don't think never people realize the discipline it takes to get abs oh yeah it's also like the get, hardest thing you can get like so a big it's, chest it's all like metabolism well no you can get like a defined chest and like big shoulders and big arms and big legs yeah, yeah. and you can like pretty much eat you know just okay right if you want abs you literally like have to 3% like percent body d- like cut out all sugar and yeah carbs. you just pretty much have to yeah <laughs> eat, eat one 1,200 calories a day. I, right. I know a guy and who, did, who did the gross like uh, tanning up and uh, oil up and yeah. bodybuilder thing yeah. to like for like a competition or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said that when he was like trying to get a six pack of abs, he wouldn't even like chew a piece of gum that had sugar oh. in it. Yeah. Like, that but, sounds so not worth it. I, also, I, like I abs are like the most unnecessarily hot thing like they are hot don't get me wrong yeah but like on dudes it's yeah on dudes <laughs> yeah that's mean, what i meant i mean yeah. like, not that a girl looks bad but like i get that <laughs> they are sexy and i i i can look at a guy with abs and be like oh yeah that's that's a sexy look that's but they are so fucking unnecessary for like an overall hotness yeah no yeah <laughs> they're not gonna hurt but Here's they're the thing you is don't actors actually are aware of this yeah and they don't have abs until they have to do until a like scene. the one. Scene, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you imagine I, if you were like uh, like uh, an Avenger that mm-hmm. had to take off your shirt once in a movie? Because usually they I'd, I'd take be. off their shirt one time in the movie. Yeah. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, every time there's a Peter Quill scene once without a shirt on, and he's cut. Yeah, and I'm like, man, that Standing sucks. Yeah. Like you, to, if they just didn't make you do that one part, you could have had a much easier regimen you for could this have movie. Had way more donuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s got it easy though. He's like, I'm Iron Man. Yeah, I'm not. He's an old guy. Yeah. I have a metal suit. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's my theory: is that like beautiful people make themselves ugly and make it look stylish, and then like the rest of us mortals try to follow suit and go down in flames well i guess on the reverse what's of that, the weirdest thing you've done david nothing right have you ever had a beard stylistically yeah well we're gonna have to go back to um middle school because middle school is the first time i think i experienced social pressure in a really mean way <laughs> middle school yeah, is it's terrible middle school is the it's awesome. did you watch Toxic, uh, eighth the grade the Bo Burnham uh, directed yet. movie it's very good I'll, I'll watch it but i don't know what it is exactly i don't know if all middle schools were like this but i think a lot of them were sure um, your hormones are going crazy, and mm-hmm. you experience that as fear 
Yeah. But everyone's jacking off every <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> hey, why do you think I was afraid? Yeah. Uh, Everybody's afraid that everybody else is going to find out that they're <laughs> yeah, jacking yeah. off. <laughs> but what the way you experience everybody else is that they're so mean. Yeah. Like they're they're just like itching to say something horrible to you. I mean, it's true. That is the I think that is what I think that people uh eighth middle schoolers haven't figured out like how to not it. be mean when they're scared. Well, so like the constant fear just makes them assholes all like the time growing, to other kids. Growing pains. So yeah. you're in pain. You, yeah. d- you don't really know it because it's like subtle pain. Right, right, right. Your body is in distress. Right. And what do you do when you're when you got a headache or something? Yeah. You snap at people. Right. So middle schoolers snap at each other all day. And so they don't know why. They just say like, look at your stupid haircut. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wear your hair like that? You're stupid. <laughs> And so, like, I had this, you know, my, my hairlines receded, but I used to have this wild cowlick that was, like, in, I couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. Like, it, it decided that it would part my hair in the traditional, like, old man way. And so, people are just like, why are you comb your hair like an old man? Like an old man. <laughs> and so, I was like, Jesus, I got to do something about this. And so, I was, like, looking around at what other people were doing and what they were doing at the time was combing their hair like Clooney and from Dust Till Dawn style. Oh, yeah, the, the gel down. bangs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did that, I did that. one I did that time, for a little and bit. I hated myself. I didn't like the you way You know I what? People me. complimented me. But that was, really? <laughs> so that was, you mentioned I had a mushroom cut. That was the first, like, adult haircut I had when I when I got rid of the, the bowl cut. That's not an haircut. But that's what I did. And in the eighth grade, I did it. And I, I know joke. And that, so my school pictures in the eighth grade, I have it. They're, like, the hard gelled. Me too. Cry, straight And you put so much gel in there. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd find, like, the whitest bristled comb ever. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, the lines yeah, would be, like, an it inch would be, apart. It would be, like, six down. or seven just bangs coming yeah. down across your my, forehead. And my cowlick kept like pushing all my hair to the side. I'm like, no, damn it. But I did. Like, I, I got to have them separated <laughs> right? on my forehead. <laughs> right. That's what you want. You I want wonder, like individual bangs. But do, you, yeah. do you think there's still that pressure for middle schoolers? Like, I, I don't know. I'm, well, you would know better than anybody. How old? Uh, what what grade? My mom your teaches son middle school. He's, he's, he's going into fourth. Oh, okay. So, so he's still, but my yeah, mom teaches fourth. middle school. She says they're, well, I mean, it seems to be that even if the style hierarchy isn't there, that it's, it's going to manifest some way. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. Well, and there's always just that thing of like you get to an age where you have to make a choice. Like that's what the haircut was for me of like I've had this one hair my entire life because that's what my mom <laughs> told them hair. to do yeah. to me. The you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like so I do remember feeling really good when I got that haircut and then very quickly after being like I hate this because it was just so <laughs> yeah. crunchy and stuff but just like feeling really good that I was like this is my hair. I told I, them that I needed an adult haircut, and this is yeah. what I got. You know? I'm still 33. I mean, I'm 33, and I still, like... Your hair's gotten better as you've gotten older, change. by the way. Yeah, you've got great hair for a silver in your hair. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, like, I only wish I had hair like that. I I get. Ma- I don't think I look bad bald. As a matter of fact, I, I think I look quite no, good bald. bald. Yeah, no, you do. Uh, I do look bad? <laughs> no, you... <laughs> No, 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 no mistake. Two things about this real quick is that um, the weirdest thing about being bald is like how different you do look, though, from when you're younger. Like yeah. you guys can look at old pictures of yourselves and sort of see a more 
through through line mm-hmm. if i look at a picture of me from when i was like even 25 it's like wow i look very different because i had hair you know right. it's just a very different There's look side to this though what's that it's what i call the gene hackman rule so gene hackman looked the same for i would say 60 years of his life <laughs> so because he aged prematurely yeah he lost hair yeah and he was like you know overweight or whatever well that's that's why i shaved it i still think i still have a lot of person john lithgow's the same deal (laughs) steve martin's the same deal it's like they aged up front yeah and then they they got it made in the shade for the next 50 years i i have a lot of hair still if i let it grow i shave it you know down with with clippers and uh, but my bald spot was just getting very big and I saw it get bigger. That was the thing that, that I was like, oh, I don't want this just to keep getting bigger. Like, I could, I didn't even mind having a bald spot. I was at an age this. that I was like, I could be a guy with a bald spot, but I was like, oh, I do not want to just be balding for the next, you know, 10 years of my life. I don't right. think that you are right now considered a member of the bald community. You don't think so? I think I'm Larry a bald David, guy. Larry David's gone on record on this. Like, you're shaving your head. Yeah, well. That's a look that you're cultivating. If I don't shave my head, I think I'd be considered bald. Well, we can't tell. Yeah. Because right, you shaved whatever. your head. Um, I, the second point I was going to say is that even though I don't mind being bald, I like the way I look bald. I miss doing my hair. Like I used yeah. to really enjoy I remember. buying product and doing my hair and trying new things like every now and then. Like you said, Post I changed my social look media a lot. about your hair. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my hair is flipping in all the right places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I just recently discovered – I mean like I've – been going to like whatever either like great clips or some shit like sure. that yeah or like cutting my own hair for my whole life but like maybe like a little over a year ago i just recently discovered like paying a lot of money yeah, for, for a haircut, haircut. Yeah. and it's totally <laughs> fucking like Is that worth what it has yeah. resulted in my perception of your hair as possibly having improved over it looks years. great shout out it's a great to hair you got, barber. you got the gray coming in elegantly yeah, yeah. That's I awesome. haven't gotten in a while. I'm in like a because I go through phases. So and I've gone like once a month, like a year, to get my hair cut. And uh, now I think I'm like about to be in like a total grow it everything out stage hair. Yeah, oh. because I still do the same thing we were talking about earlier, where it's like it's fun to have a new right thing. I agree. Like, for like a year, and like I get compliments every day, like wow, you should keep your hair like this. But it doesn't matter to me because it's like I want to be. Hair, well, I feel like not guy. too long ago you had long hair and it looked great too. Yeah, it grows it was like, way too fast. It was like Jay's wedding. Didn't you have long hair at Jay's wedding? Yeah. That was like, what, three years ago? That was a while ago. That's Four like, years ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would that's explainable. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like... What happened to no, it? <laughs> like a year ago I had hair down to my shoulders. Said, so your hair grows <laughs> so fast and you just completely crap on my point. <laughs> Yeah, you had later like three years ago. What's what's going on? What's going on? No, but I just mean to say that like you, it 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 hasn't been that long ago in your life that you've had very long hair. Like a year ago, I had it done to my shoulders, yeah. and yeah. it looked good. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I heard what y'all said about facial hair on. Um, yeah, on the my high school. Oh yeah, Luke said. Yeah. <laughs> Luke said. Yeah, why not have one? He said, I don't understand you- why. N- Everybody doesn't have beard. I'm here to answer <laughs> why that anybody shaves. Okay. First of all, you, if you say itches, then just get the fuck out of. We've all heard that one. Like when you have a beard, and bear with me here. Sure. Like the shape of your head changes. Yeah, yeah. It elongates. I need that. Have you? I, I, I look like a guy who had like 
smokeless tobacco <laughs> mouth jaw removal surgery when I don't have a beard. <laughs> when was the last you time you body dysmorphic disorder? <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying right. What was the last time you didn't have a beard, Luke? Um, February. Oh, so not that not long ago. Yeah. Was that an accident? You yes. said I think yeah, and I yeah. we talk about it. You just accidentally shaved it. Yeah, off. <laughs> you know, like there was a time, and it's not right now, obviously, because I I agree. Everybody I see has like some kind of facial hair sure. going on right now. But but you're looking in at movies, two people right now. In, yeah, I'm looking at two wildly different facial hairs. In movies, they used to say when you were like, you had a five o'clock shadow, it'd be like. Jesus. Yeah. You look like hell. Yeah. It's like, now everybody looks like hell. That's just like I, I Hollywood st- faces. I still work with people like that. They're just like, Ugh. Like you see. I had a rough night yeah. last night. I didn't shave. And they'll just have, they'll have like, Whoa. they'll have like literally like, like shorter than what Muhammad has right now. And I'd be like, oh yeah, you might as well go home. You fucking hobo. Like Richard- I do. I do like stubble. It's, it's kind of my go-to now is a, like a mustache and, and I'll stubble. I'll do a stubble. But, yeah, you look good with stubble. Have you grown in a beard ever? Uh, I've let it. I've let it go to uncomfortable points. Where mm. Not not itchy, uncomfortable. Like I look, I get this fear that it's going to take over. Like what? It goes up real <laughs> high. Like I got facial hair right here. Try it. I think you have body dysmorphic disorder. There's you no way the your follicle? fucking beard goes I, up I to your eyeballs. Here. You're come, pointing at your eye here. right come now. Come, here. Mom, come over here. I, I can see your face. Come over here. That's right there. Okay, but rub right there. Okay, but I. Well, I guess I don't really have that. I have that a little bit though. Like Throw I don't it. think. Tell don't, them what you felt. It feels <laughs> a little stubbly. I don't think that you're gonna get like your beard is gonna start underneath your eye like two drops into you. Every day. Uh, like every other day, just because I've realized I can look like hell, and it apparently is part it of the style right now. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you don't look like hell. Why don't you just shave your under your eyes? <laughs> that bothers you so much. I do. Yeah, but why don't you just shave just there? Shave you can that. grow on your beard. Like cultivate. Look, it. I'm not saying grow on your like beard. You look can like, look however you, you know, want. Like I'm George just Michael has that overly man, Wait, like overly done look. That's what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't do mine anymore. I pay someone to do it. It's like you totally pay somebody to do yeah. that beard. Yeah, it's a good shaped beard. It looks. I, I did that a couple <laughs> times, and like I actually you didn't yeah. pay somebody to Always do it. And I don't mean that in a mean way. Time. I guess that I mean in a complimentary way. I haven't way. been there in a few weeks. Anyway, I, my brother just grew in his beard for the like his first time in his entire life, mm-hmm. and it looks great, and he loves it. Maybe this He's is part of so the uh, character actor persona that you were previously referencing, because I feel like they pr- frequently have beards, like the yeah. Richard Dreyfus in Jaws. Well, the, beards uh, are also. To Luke's point, they're in. They're acceptable now. Nobody thinks they're, twice they're about right them. Now. Yeah, they're even in. They're hot. Right and now. also, so it's a lot easier shave? to yeah. not shave than shave. That that was Luke's point about. Because I don't understand why. Yeah, and it looks fine. Like it looks good. Okay, I will say this. David is handsome without a beard. Oh, thank you. Sure. Well, I guess. He doesn't want to admit that. He told me that like. Somebody said I was attractive on another I got, podcast. I got into he an vehemently argument. disagreed with them. <laughs> I got into an argument about somebody said David was hot and then like listed off girls Mom who have had crushes on David. And I was like, no, everybody's wrong. David is not hot. Yeah. Oh, is a uh, I take it back, though. You're I, very attractive. I it. <laughs> but it was funny in the moment. We were also pretty drunk. That was the Power Hour episode of. Well, you didn't have to be drunk to say such what a was thing. It? What, what was yeah, that? That was the, n- a nightmare. <laughs> that was the Power Hour episode. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I guess everybody probably can figure out who said like you're if, hot. If nobody <laughs> knows what I look like, I'm I'm actually 
just you know I'm I'm ordinary. But yeah, not, but not you're bad. you're fit and you have a strong jawline yeah. and yeah. Yeah, your hair's still good, by the way. I know you said your hairline's been receding. It's Does like that a, bother you? It's what I call a slow leak. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have the bald spot. I'll take the receding hairline Does it bother any me? day. Uh, yes. It does? It absolutely does. I mean, how did you feel when you noticed that your hair was starting to like thin? I got a little obsessed with it. Like, I always kind of felt comfortable, like, okay, did that's you fine. Did you different things to like stop it from going away? Uh, or did you I, accept it immediately? I bought some Rogaine. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to try this out. Is like early on. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it was so much work that I was like, not worth it. This is not you have life. to like put it in twice a day. Yeah. And like have to. It's also expensive. Is this stuff proven? A little bit, I think. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like FDA one of those things approved, where like, right? if you do it right and mm-hmm. keep up the regime basically forever, mm-hmm. like you, you can't ever stop doing it and it'll it slow bring, down the process bring hair back? very much no i don't think it so ever brings hair like back that's start. the whole thing it's like it's it's so specifically like it's gonna slow down the process so you, a lot so you'll probably be now. okay for a while yeah, yeah so but start it when you spot but even still eventually you're gonna fucking stop doing it. that was my thing is like i'm not gonna do this forever and you know whatever i can see the other side of that though i like, did say do you brush your teeth no <laughs> I knew you didn't. But Muhammad. Did you brush your feet? That's what I thought of. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You like brush your feet. <laughs> you brush your teeth every day. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's like a greasy hair, thing that you, you have to do. I don't know. It was sucks. You can try that. Are you saying that you've uh, that you've are you doing it? No, I would like to know whether or not it works. And I would say the best thing, and I, because you see celebrities do this all the time. But I would, if I had my choice, I would get. One of those cool hair restorations that it seems that every celebrity yeah, gets. Yeah, th- they're hair plugs. That's all they are. They're well, just listen. like hair plugs have have gotten very good in recent years to where like they're perfect. Yeah. So and yeah, know go get I've some LeBron James hair plugs no, or I, some. I see because Jeremy you, Piven. You and know? I have even before we experienced any hair loss whatsoever. Yeah. Have been obsessed with men's hair. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no, so. it's true. He's, he's trying to make it weird, but my uh, I like good hair. I always wanted better hair. I thought I had fine hair, but I always wanted better hair. You're right. I would look at men's hair and be like, "That dude has amazing hair." You'd be much like, like I said to Luke <laughs> mere moments ago. And, and the thing is, I would engage honestly with him in that dialogue yeah, yeah. like it was Muhammad a would real be conversation like, uh, yeah, it wasn't jim carrey bruce almighty perfect hair yeah and i'm like yeah it's good it's <laughs> really good quaffed but something, <laughs> what are you trying to say well, no, i was just about to say like in on top of that we are all getting older yeah, yeah. i mean i still like when i after i pee i mm-hmm. usually take a second pee in my pants <laughs> uh, i'd love to be like yeah me too i don't no like i, 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 I do, do what i did when i was younger and i just go once like I, we're only 33 no i still you know, I've, I've started i can't wear tearing off anymore. uh one square of toilet paper and wiping my yeah. Dick. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the dripping just doesn't stop yeah. anymore. I'm like, what am I going to just like, yeah. when's what, this going to, like, how, yeah. I, I how never older, feel. Are you guys older than I thought you were? <laughs> no, dude. Well, it's, it's not, it's not like I'm it's like. age related. So uh, you maybe it is. Or maybe I just didn't used to not care about it. Yeah, I don't know. Just more cleanly than you used to You should just to throw it back in there and just be like, well, if I'm wearing khakis, it's just going to look like. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was at a uh, urinal. And 
I'm always shocked when people at the urinal speak to me. Uh, I yeah, hate that's it. the worst. The yeah, worst. Don't, don't do that. This guy goes, man, I hate pissing. <laughs> and I, I look over oh, God. and he's a, a dude like around my age and I'm like and before I can even respond at all he sees that I, he's got my attention he's like just get that runoff <laughs> get all get your, all your stuff wet he actually said this I feel this guy and I was like you also hate pissing yeah. and the only thing I could I don't think like the runoff the only thing I, I could say was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what you say in any... To me, that's what I would say in any social situation like that, because I'm not like Larry David, right. who's just going to, like, uh-huh. going to give this guy yeah, exactly like, what he's thinking what he right deserves. now. What are you, a fucking lunatic talking to me while I'm taking a piss? <laughs> Do you know anybody like that? I know a couple guys like that who would say that kind of stuff, and I'm like, always like, why? What? Why are you engaging? Like, yeah. there's no reason to get into this discourse. I, I, was, I wasn't really upset about the guy talking to me. I'm just kind of shocked, because, like, you don't... That's not talking time. Yeah. And, and, but, like, it's okay. That's if, my, my move is just, like, not responding. <laughs> like, yeah. just, like, I guess I'll just ignore what's happening right now. Well, I mean, he seemed to want to get into, like, the philosophy of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I, I like a conversationalist. So I, I was like, yeah, I, I agree. I guess you just got to, you know, give it a few <laughs> extra shakes and make sure that you're all good down there. Like, don't, don't be in such a hurry. And uh, uh, I think he appreciated the fact that I was... I heard him out. That's good. As, as <laughs> self-acclaimed conversationalists, do you guys talk to like Uber drivers? Are you? I don't com- do a lot of Ubering. Yeah, I. Uh, We're OTP. I know. So here's the funny thing. What about like just like, get, grocery store clerks or anything like that? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing about Uber yeah, drivers. When I miss I, it because I, I do take a, a fair a fair amount of Ubers, but when I get an Uber driver who talks a whole lot, mm. I, it seems to irritate me. However, when I get the like guy who picks you up and doesn't say a fucking word, <laughs> yeah, and the whole way there, I'm just like, God, it's f- like, <laughs> like I, fucking, I, I, hate, I definitely hate that more. And right. like, and if I am in like a group of people, like they're just like Luke sitting shotgun. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I always end up getting in the car and then like. I, I swear, every time I'm like, I'm just going to look at my phone, not talk, and then I always end up having a full fucking conversation. Yeah, me too. Like, I just can't help myself. It happens to me there. It happens, like, it does happen to me, like, sometimes, like, I don't know what it is. The thing is, I, I, sorry, I shouldn't cut you off. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 it's fine. I was just going to say, like, I don't know what it is, but it's with old people. Like, yeah. For some reason, they just look at me and they're like, this guy gets this it. This guy, <laughs> this guy will talk to me. Well, no, I, I get the same thing, but. I don't think it's like they see something. It's like you, they have your attention because like, I I don't feel like people like to talk to old people for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Uh, One of which is they know they're going to be old one day and they're like terrified of, of, of old age and death and everything. And so whenever some old person talks to me, I don't even have to mentally do anything. I'm like listening to them just like they're anybody else, but they appreciate it. Yeah. You know, like they're happy that a young person is like talking to them on a real level. Yeah. I have a hard time generally with small talk. I don't think I'm very good at it. I mean, yeah. And um, I don't really particularly enjoy it. So usually like things like the grocery store, that kind of thing, it's a little bit 
I'm a little less likely to think, just be like, hey, I don't think how either, are you? any of the three of us are good at small talk. I'd I would honestly, instead of you just being like, how about that weather? Yeah. I'd rather you just be like, do you have social anxiety? Right. How is that? But, man, but there, there is that, something like, about being in an Uber. I think it's really being in a car uh-huh. that like all that shit goes out the window. And the, yeah. I always have great conversations yeah. with Uber drivers. And it's about whatever. I mean, like nothing sometimes, but it's like you always skip over any. It's probably just that feeling of like, this is a very brief random encounter and mm-hmm. we'll never see each never other again. Sure, yeah. So it's just like, whatever. We can talk about a movie. We can talk about the, you know, state of the roads or whatever. You know, it's just like, it's not. That it's not even small talk. It's like never like huge. It's not like we're like, so, you know, wh- what are your views on religion or anything? Right, but yeah, it's just yeah, always yeah. like we'll have a real conversation about something. Yeah. I'll, I'll find Rather myself, than just like a, hey, how are you? Where are you from? That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Yeah, but, but I'll find myself like in the in an Uber and then like asking the guy, like just can't standing the silence and being like, yeah, and being like so you like Pearl Jam? Yeah. And him just being like, what? I do remember a conversation with one Uber driver where um, we asked him a few questions. Me and we just asked him like how his night was going, and everything. And he was talking about this girl he was going to meet up with later, and it launched him into a talk about him and women, Ugh. and it turned into a bit of a like not politically correct discussion, like I'm not discussion monologue yeah i've um, had drivers like that for sure but you and know that's the worst I, honestly i honestly felt like the guy wasn't trying to offend me and he wasn't i didn't think he was like a harmful human being no but so i let still, him go on yeah and it became very revealing in a kind of way yeah like i was like this is an interest like i don't hear people talk with this kind of candor about their experience very often. It's usually like a probably a pretty lonely person who can't talk about this. Well, that's yeah. what that's what my thing is like. I feel like it these, a lot me, of though, a lot in of general. the like I, I get I get very uncomfortable with people. It's not even the oversharing. It's the it's like the monologuing part of it because it's like I didn't mm. fucking ask you like like you the, like not just your life story but like. Now you're bragging about... I've had that like almost exact thing, and I've always felt like, what are you bragging about your sexual conquest to me? Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, he was you, doing a little gross. bit of that and, kind of thing. Like, I, I fucking don't like that. Or even I, guys, I like, like if it's not sexual conquest, when it's just like, me and my boys love to party, and, you know, we get drunk, and we go to this... I'm like, dude, you, like, this isn't a conversation... I fucking hate that. I honestly, I'm getting fired up just talking. I, I, hate, that, like, I, I hate that. I hate that conversation. I didn't get fired up because, honestly, the guy... We were never going to be buddies. <laughs> like, I could tell right when I spotted him. Yeah. We were never going to be buddies. So, I was just like, I was just listening. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? How was that? How, yeah. How did you feel about that? My and theory on people like, like that is that they're lying about how <laughs> right. to... Well, no. They're, if the, even if that is true, they're lying about having friends or how many friends they have. Because I feel like if you have if you have enough human beings around you and you bounce those stories off of, right, most of them are gonna be like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> right. you, you know you when stupid they're idiot. You know when they're not lying though, when they include a detail that you wouldn't include if you were lying, <laughs> like because I don't have enough money to you know take her to this place. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is real. Yeah. We went to Hardee's because we couldn't afford Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. I just as yeah. much as I enjoy 
conversations like you guys do, I kind of hate listening. Mm-hmm. Like, ju- I don't like when people talk at me about anything. It, it's a pet peeve almost. Yeah, like, I'm pretty selfish in that, like, a lot of conversation that has to be, like, consensual. That's how Where, I feel. Like, I, it's not even that I need to talk so much. It's just, like, yeah. I want you to ask me a question at least. Like, or, if like, I'm in, like, an ask elevator. Ask me how I feel about something. Do you know what me and Luke tend to, whenever we hang out, what we tend to do is I'm like, you want to come over and have a few drinks and talk? Yeah. yeah. And we sit at a table. Yeah, like what we're doing right now. And it, talk it's, for it's hours. exactly like this. Well, yeah. you, like, uh, there's a one time where he's like, you want to come over and watch a movie? And then, like... We didn't like that. <laughs> we, we, well, I came, well, like, I came over, and, like, three hours later, he was like, well... You want to watch, watch a movie? And I was like, I got to go to work in, like, a few hours. like... I, I started to realize that because that's what we used to do when you were, when we were younger. Because when right. we were younger, and I would go over to your house, it was like all day, yeah, or maybe two days. I spent right. a night, and I'm there with you the next day. Right. So it's we like would we, have time to watch a movie and, and then talk hang and hang out. Yeah. Nowadays, there's no point meeting your friends to watch a movie. I never do that. Like I, I've had friends invite me like over to like, hey, we're gonna watch uh, whatever tonight. And like, why would I come over to your house just to just watch to a sit movie? next yeah. to you? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why talk to you. That's why me and Naomi never go to the movies for date night. It's yeah. because, like, if we get a babysitter, yeah, it was like, just going to be like totally. an opportunity for us to like have like no children and uninterrupted conversation. Yeah. Why would it be like, yeah, let's go get a babysitter so we can sit in this room we, and not well, be allowed to talk to each other for two yeah. and a half hours? We have no kids, and we um, honestly are the same way. Like, we yeah. rarely go to. The, we still do because I I like movies so much, right. but we rarely go to the movies because it's just like. If we're going to spend $40, you know, mm. like, well, let's go have some drinks and sit across from each oh, other's right. talk. Like, we watch TV on the couch at home, not talking to so, each other. Like, we don't need yeah. to go out for that. Let me ask you, as, as you get older, because you mentioned pet peeves, do you feel like you have more pet peeves than you used to have? Like, say, when you were 21. I have bigger pet peeves than I used to have, but I, I think, think I, I let things go definitely more now than I ever did. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a less angry person than I was you know, when I was younger, I'm uh, way less angry. Yeah. I, I think I have, I, I might have more pet peeves, but less reaction to them. I, <laughs> I oh, yeah. no, that's exactly. I think I was going to say it a different way. I talk less. Yeah, yeah. Like I, when I, I realized that when I was younger, I used to fill dead air with just words. Sure. Just I, I didn't even do that. think about them. They just fly out of my mouth, and I catch up with them later. Yeah. When I was younger, but now. Like, the part of me that's, like, listening to those words, like, I'm more like that than I am the person who's just talking. Yeah. And so that's good, because I don't get myself in do as you, much trouble. Do you... Are you guys on Facebook? Yeah, I am. And do you see how every day it's like, this is what you said in 2012? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I will... Yeah. A weird... Uh, I don't know if it's, like, a self-brag or something, but I have Facebook, and I don't look at Facebook. I just post on Facebook. I post because of the podcast and stuff, so... Um, mm-hmm. it's like a very useful tool, mm-hmm. but I hate looking at it. I do look at the shitload out of Instagram and Reddit. So I'm not like a high horse about social media. Why do you media. think you hate it so much? I mean, cause Facebook, I, I might Facebook agree. It's, it's bad. It's just like bad content. Like it's mostly old people now. No, no offense. Like, like older people or even people my age who somehow have turned into very old people it on, seems on like that's not social quite media. Accurate though. I thought, cause everybody says like, 
that's the you know nobody does Facebook. My anymore. mom and all her friends have yeah Facebook. And if I spend if I scroll through, I guarantee it would just be like a flood of bad memes and weird shares, and you know that's like I feel like all it what is. What do you think that has to do with though the because uh, like Instagram's photos and you got comments? Yeah. What do you think is so toxic about the post your status bar? You know, it's where because it's there's no unlimited there's no limits. <laughs> and, and, and and I think that people have this like overinflated idea of their opinion now. Yeah. Like I also just the nature of Instagram of being photo based, even though you yeah. can take a picture of whatever, yeah. people tend to almost treat it uh more artfully. Like I, I, people I seem to care this. about the content they put on Instagram. Nobody gives a shit about what they post on Facebook. They don't think twice about what they put on Facebook. Yeah. But people will tweak their photos for hours, try to come up with the perfect one for Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean that's kinda lame in itself. But yeah. when you look at Instagram you're just like, these are all this lovely cool, pictures. Cool, cool, it's like I don't have yeah. a problem with narcissism and self serving behavior, but sure. I would like you to announce it as such. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that's pretend, what I did. <laughs> not pretend that you're trying to save mankind. Right, right, right. Because that's what I see on Facebook all the time. Well opinions on yeah. Facebook are just like yeah. how useless of a thing. I think you said <laughs> like to put your opinion Facebook on Facebook. Facebook is where I learned that like <laughs> uh so like you know when you're a kid and you go to a lot of sleepovers or you you know you just you're just around your friends parents whether it be through like playing sports or uh like I said like sleepovers or whatever and you just assume that your parents friends are grown-ups and they're smart and and yeah you should and they're respectful and they're well-educated adults and then you grow up and you get on facebook and you realize <laughs> every single one of your friend's parents is a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah that is a little disconcerting when you realize that um, i think though i think you can't even you can't even appear smart no matter who you are on facebook like no. there's something about it like and i used to use it for i would put like all i ever do now is share basically Podcast. My, my I used to, podcast ju- I used to just try and be funny self serving, but I did too. Like that's what I would try to do. I'd either try to make a joke, or oftentimes I would like criticize a TV show or a movie, yeah. or make a comment about a TV show or a movie. And then, like, even looking back at some of those, you know, later on, I'd be like, you know, I didn't have to fucking say that. Like, was that mean? Was that <laughs> like catty? Was that bitchy? That's yeah. not really funny or whatever. Like, oh, that could have offended somebody. Oh, did I spoil this moment of something for somebody? Like all yeah. these things that I was just like. And then I realized, like, it's because when I think when you're putting your opinion, even if you like a hundred percent stand behind it, when you're putting out it out so blanketly, mm-hmm. so like without conversation, so unasked, on the nose, nobody is like saying, "Hey, how do you feel about this thing?" And you discuss it. Yeah. You're just saying, "Bop, bop, bop, bop." Enter. You know, that's how I feel. Enter. Like, look yeah. at me. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if you're smart or stupid. It's just like a stupid thing to I, do. So <laughs> I agree. And I was trying to figure out. I was like, I know there have been funny Facebook posts. Sure. What is what the hell is the format? Like, how do you do a Facebook joke? Yeah. Or a funny Facebook post. And so I looked up like a list of funny Facebook posts, some of which were not funny, but some of them were pretty funny. <laughs> what a David and, Marsh thing and to it do. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure, I, I, I'm always in the middle of an existential crisis, <laughs> which is kind of what you just described. Sure. Um, but like, it seems like, what was one I read? Chris Pratt did one because he's a funny guy. Yeah. He was like, if not for the cowardly actions of John Wilkes Booth. Abraham Lincoln would still be alive today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, first of all, it means nothing. 
it's yeah. totally unimportant. Right. And it takes it in a completely different direction right. than you thought you were starting yeah. out in. Subverting expectations, I think, is always funny yeah. for a short. For I mean, a, I think that's what's for like Twitter, t- style. Twitter style. Yeah. 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 It's like start somewhere and go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I do I enjoy short written jokes See, in general. If that were all Facebook was, I'd... I'd that's, be, I feel like Twitter was like that for a brief moment when there was like a shitload of comedians flooding Twitter. I, I know I'm going to sound like such an old man. I can't fucking keep up with Twitter. Twitter sucks. I <laughs> mean, I, I think Twitter sucks. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know, like, which one was the original post or, like, what. Like, I don't just... Like, yeah, it's a season, weird it's a convoluted format, yeah. format yeah. for yeah. sure. And then... Comments. Like, the whole, you know, reason it became popular became the thing that at least I hate about it, which is, like, it's the least personal interactions ever yeah. it's just like giant corporations tweeting out and then people responding yeah. it's just like who gives a shit but about what your response to nabisco's so, sentence <laughs> what like i don't right. care you so, know still nothing is worse than youtube comments yeah oh god it's the worst place on the, on the <laughs> internet find out, like what's how bad humanity can really get but so if you don't look at facebook and social media type things because i feel like people post news a lot through there and they like what's going on what's trending and things like that where do you feel that you pull your news and your trending information so i'm a big supporter of of reddit i get on reddit yeah i I like i think reddit is a pretty good i mean it can also be extremely toxic but yeah but like i like the fact that you can pick and choose and also i mean i think that the real toxicity in reddit comes from um comments and not just comments but like well, see, I, the comments under the top comments yeah. you know what i mean like i will read those people the, usually seem to be the wittiest people on the internet though reddit yeah comments always make me laugh i agree and i do like looking i look at the comment mm-hmm. section of everything like i'm i'm there for the message boards but like you get into troubled waters once you read like five or six replies down from the top comment. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll just, yeah. I'll just minimize the top comic and read like six or seven top comment yeah. comments, but not read like all the replies after it's yeah, the conversation that I don't really like yeah. because you're bound to get people just arguing and being, you know, trolly and yeah. that's faceless message boards in general. It's like, I, it's going to be filled with trolls. And, I used to go to, R squared circle every day. That I don't know that, what that's that one the, is. It's the pro wrestling. Oh, is it? Ah. But it's like super, you know, like inside baseball type, you know. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's why Reddit is so great is you can get extremely niche. Like there is, you know, like I said, I've started cycling this month. I found all the information I needed on reddit cycling and then on top of that like there's our cycling but there's also our bike commuting which is literally about like how to you know optimize going to work on a bike like it's it's even a nicher you know thing right Uh, i built this pc for editing for video editing Mm -hmm. uh i was able i was only able to do so because of reddit you know because i could find every piece of information i needed any question i had could be answered like it's it's incredible in that way i recently discovered that there's a subreddit that is for people who like to look to look at porn but they don't all his dreams came true (laughs) i feel like that's a lot of subreddits (laughs) well listen it's it's it, it is a subreddit for people who like to see women it's private parts, but they are offended by the butthole. <laughs> so it photoshops out the butthole 
uh, and like all this like women porn, so it'd be like Weird. a girl with like Luke, Luke didn't care like about pixelized buttholes. Suspicion yeah. that he was a founding member of this Reddit. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just don't so. Anyways, I admi- I if you that. guys could visit my subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, I mean that's that's a good illustration of how specialized uh, subreddit can get. Yeah, <laughs> do you, you, you we were kind of talking about it, but, but do you have any subreddits that you're particularly fond of? Movie like, stuff. Yeah. So like I, if I want to dive down a rabbit hole, like I don't know Charles Bronson films. Yeah. Like, like IMDb, you know, did that thing. I don't know. It seems like they, ten years they ago. They used to have message where boards. They made you pay to use the message board. Oh really? I didn't even think they you still can't existed. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> and, and so but yeah, I, I remember used, to use those. That was like What's early. The, uh, that was for me like the yeah. first like social even interaction I was doing I, on the internet. I, I, I was all over the those first one boards. in high school to discover IMDb. Like I felt that way because I would tell people and they literally you were probably shocked. told me and I remember. Dude, I mean, I told this to my wife like when she was like, "How do you just know all these things about movies?" And I was like, MDB. "Well, oh, I MDB. used to spend like four hours a night on yeah. IMDb, discovered just it just was, reading yeah. and reading because and reading." Th- that was when that movie that you remember seeing five minutes of right. when when you were five you years old it. at two a.m. Right, you could find it now. Yeah. Yeah. And then you all you needed it, was like, like oh one actor's name from it, and you could find it. Yeah. yeah, it's a terrible movie, and you didn't need to find it. But and so. then you click so, on the director, and you find like three other terrible movies yeah. that you've seen of his. That you're like, whoa! That's all a, those movies were made by one guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny that you, you talk about that because there was this movie I saw when I was a kid, and I was like, this is the best movie ever. Mm. And then like never again was there any evidence of this movie existing. But then like <laughs> I grew up and then like I found IMDb. I was probably like 6 7 8 when this when I saw this movie. Then I grew up and I and like the inter- like not even IMDb, but mm-hmm. like I learned how like I could just google like the one thing I remember from that movie. Right. <laughs> and it was like Fred Savage burying GI Joes in his backyard. And Fred Savage. It might not like, you know what? Might so you not, never found it? Might not have been Fred Savage. I found it. Okay. And I was like so comforted that I found it. Never did anything with that knowledge. And, <laughs> right. And still for like 10 years, like once a year, I'll just like Google what that movie is and then <laughs> find out the name and be like, whew, still haven't lost it. Like I said, but, but I haven't gone back and watched it or like I'm not anything. crazy. It's just comforting yeah, to know that it was real. There's a movie like this that he never found and I'm, I'm convinced it, does it not exist. I do not think this movie exists, but I'll tell you what he remembers of it. Okay. Tony Danza. What if I remember it completely? Tony Angel, Danza was starring in it. Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> and, and, and he is a boxer, and he was falsely imprisoned. <laughs> and and he, they find out, like, late at night, they're taking prisoners and feeding them to monsters. What the fuck? I mean, all you have to do is go to Tony Danza's IMDb page, I did. right? It's so, not there. So it doesn't exist, or at least not with Tony Danza. Not with Tony Danza, and I, I tried to help him so much to find this movie. I believed him. It's we've not found anything close to it. This is probably a dream, yeah. <laughs> it's a dream, kid, yeah. But he will not let go. He thinks it's an an actual movie. Uh, uh, the name of the movie that I'm talking about. <laughs> Just to comfort yourself again. For Fred Savage burying G.I. Joe. Yep, it is. It is Fred Savage. The episode of The Wonder Years. And it is called <laughs> The Boy That Could Fly. I remember that movie. The Boy Who Could Fly, sorry. he's a, He can't talk, right? He is. It says that he has autism. Okay, so there's, there's an actor in it that was on that movie. Do you remember the movie Not Quite Human? 
No. I never saw that. Okay. Sorry, David. You know what I was <laughs> disappointed in us? Jason Priest. A movie that me and Luke uh, talked Jason about that Priest we've both that seen that goes back to our childhood is The uh, Buttercream Gang. I don't know that either. <laughs> it's yeah, a, that was Christian a, that was a Christian VHS movie. tape. <laughs> and let me tell you something about the Christian film industry. So. Not very good. Yeah. They, they're they not a talented group of filmmakers. No. And uh, the Buttercream Gang is a good icon of that, that yep. lack of ability. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. It's better. They're still out there making movies. Yeah, there's... Um, Selling tickets. Me and a, a friend... It's called Featured Films for the Family. There was like a couple of directors, I think, who <laughs> got like... <laughs> Featured Films for the Family. I swear to God. A couple of directors got big recently and like their movies were coming out to like theaters and stuff. God's Not Dead. Yeah, those and guys. So I have a, a film professor buddy who got... He, he gets free screenings for movies, and one of them was God's Not Dead. He had two yeah. tickets. He was like, "You want to go? go? You want to go see what's going on?" Was you it know, terrible? It's so I'm curious. Weird to me when someone just Greg gets, in that movie. When someone right? just gets tickets to a movie, I used to get tickets to movies yeah. all the time. But still, like, like I don't we know. We saw like, Kevin Spacey. You remember back? Oh yeah. Back before that he was I don't know how we got the. I think who your, got the? Your brother? Yeah, did it. it wasn't us. Fuad did it. Yeah, how but it's get, not like, like getting tickets to like the Super Bowl or even like the the current Braves game. I worked in television. And I had uh, one buddy that I actually uh, Matt Dodd. You guys, David knows him, mm-hmm. and uh, but he he worked on a show in which they would talk about upcoming movies. So he had passes to just like everything, and I went yeah. to a couple of screenings with him. And they were always like pre advanced. A couple of times they make you like leave your cell phone in oh, a so bucket like before the movies even. <laughs> we, like, yeah, we went to go see yeah. God's Not Dead, and. The movie is about a philosophy professor who is challenged by one of his students on... Right. The, on is Greg Kinnear in that, or am I thinking of No, uh, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's worse. Um, but, so, the kid is a believer in God, and the professor is an atheist, and the kid takes umbrage with the professor's taking it for granted that everybody in the class is an atheist and that he didn't believe in God. And so he challenges him to a like semester long debate. And the, <laughs> all you have to do is have a cursory knowledge of philosophy to understand that Kevin Sorbo should be fired immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the, the big victory blow that the kid lands in the debate at the climax of the film is this. If, uh, hey guys! Spoiler alert spoiler for, alert. for God's oh, yeah. Not Dead. If you want to go see God's Not Dead and you go haven't gotten around to it yet, just pause press, it. Just pause press, it. Just see press it that now. fifteen seconds up button. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the big thing comes to this because what would you say to this? God's not dead. No, the kid <laughs> he says, says that. How can you not believe in God when you hate Him so much? Whoa! This sounds like a line from Varsity Blues. And, no, <laughs> sounds like a lyric so, from a. Book how again. can you not believe in Christian God when you hate him so much? There's a dude in front of me wearing, I think it was like camo. He's kind of a athletic guy, and when he said that, I was still in shock. When he said that, the kid goes, "Boom." <laughs> 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 it's like, is that the end of the debate? Like, my God. Fucked what? his ass up. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kevin Sorbo grabs the kid after class. He grabs him, lays hands on him. Jacks him <laughs> up against the wall. It's like, you're never going to make a fool out of me like that in front of those kids again. And then he started jacking him off. <laughs> I'm like, let me explain something to you. 
If you ever did a fraction of that, you'd be <laughs> you'd be fired and maybe arrested. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. Yeah. Um we talked a little bit about small talk earlier and uh one of the things that I So you watch sports, right? You, yeah. I know you're a baseball fan. Yep. Uh, sports. David, I don't think I don't know no. your What's what's that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh I started watching baseball back in my restaurant or I started watching sports back in my restaurant days because it was like the best small talk thing Absolutely. ever. We like we got into like a Facebook argument over sports versus movies and, really? and uh posting Me and you? Yeah, not a real. It's weird because I like movies a lot more than I like sports. Well, you, I think I like you said sports. you didn't like to talk about movies on Facebook. I would say, ba- oh yeah, I still take I still take true. baseball over anything. Over anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think I I have done a podcast before that talked about um, it was uh, an existential uh, sports podcast, and basically we talked about sports not as in like I like baseball. Here are the things about baseball I like, but like why sports are meaningful yeah meaningful and how they're meaningful and and how it's sort of silly that we put like by putting the importance on it it makes it important you, yeah i like fights i like boxing and yeah and ufc and stuff yeah like that. oh that's interesting yeah you're a very non-violent person that's interesting what makes you say that you're so calm and <laughs> relaxed all the time um yeah but that doesn't mean i i feel like guys do this whether they admit it or not like when you see a ufc fight you start moving around yeah, like, yeah, like you're yeah. wrestling them. And I think what we're d- really thinking is, what if somebody attacked me on the street? Like, totally. What would I, would I die? Yeah. I would. Or would I prevail? Or what would happen? I would not prevail. No? You're <laughs> no, sure of it? I think I would immediately perish. I think there's like, like... Luke didn't even ask if it was Woody Allen or Jason Momoa attacking <laughs> I don't care. He's going they, whoever it is, whether it be Woody <laughs> Allen or... Uh, yeah. Aquaman. Then, oh, jinx. Anyway, whether it be either one of them, if they had the confidence to assault me, they already have that. Like an upper hand. The, like the upper hand. Like you wouldn't get out of your momentary confusion. Have you never been in a fight? Uh, I mean, like, I have fought like my brother. Like an angry fight? There was, twi- <laughs> there was twice in high school where I punched a guy in the face. Two different guys. And both times, I guess it kind of just ended the fight. Right, 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 right. Because that's how high school fights can be for yeah. sure. And, but uh, I mean, as like a grown up, never been like a bar fight. I mean, fight. fighting <laughs> sucks. It is scary, but it's crazy how quickly the adrenaline does hit you. Which mm. I mean, if you've even experienced that, you know what I'm talking about. But like, yeah. the adrenaline hits you so fast that all it's that fight or flight thing. But there is that like sense of like. Wow, I didn't know I could fight anybody, but I guess I was ready to fight somebody. <laughs> like, right. yeah, you know. So, Muhammad, what did you do after Whitewater? Auspicious <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, beginnings. I started um, working as a delivery driver, uh, as a delivery boy for a few years. I got a job at Zaxby's for like two weeks. <laughs> um, and then eventually, I, when I graduated high school, moved out on my own, I got a job at a Longhorn restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, like, chain restaurant, waiting tables. Did you that. worked there for a while. I you worked at some that interesting people there, if I remember correctly. I met my wife there. 
Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you know, have either of you guys worked in restaurants? I never no. have. You make friends and you hang out with them every night and you oh, guys get wasted together to all the time. I worked retail, so it was probably like very similar. Yeah, I for sure. Yeah, those down, are similar yeah. worlds. V- different, but very similar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Luke both worked at the Avenue West Cobb at the same yep. time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so I worked at Long, and then I, I started bartending like my third or fourth year there, and then I bartended there and i bartended at ted's montana grill up until the time i got a job in television when i was like 28 Mm. so um but yeah that was restaurant industry is great for a certain uh time in your life maybe a certain person some people do it their entire lives you can make good money it's good work they take advantage of their employees but still you make money you can make money pretty easily and you can kind of set up your own schedule in a lot of ways or at least you know have a flexible schedule. You, you ever see the like those waiters that have done it their entire lives and yeah, they're, I mean, work they're with a bunch of guys like that. It. Yeah, like oh, they've, yeah. They've, I think I was. I mean, I did it for eight years. I worked in restaurants, and I think I was pretty great at it. It's always by the, by the end. The, I, I, like I probably could have done it for the rest of my life, but it was. There's a real um, sort of fruit fruitfulness. Is that no like fruit fruitality? Mm. Pointlessness is, the word, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you went uh, the, the the opposite yeah. direction. Yeah, but uh-huh. um, yeah, there's a real pointless. Like the work starts to. I mean, especially after years, mm-hmm. it just is Good like, work. oh, we're just gonna do this forever. Nothing yeah. gets accomplished. There's no end, mm-hmm. you know. And and you know, it can be stressful. It can be a a stressful job. I mean, yeah. the reason I was, I think, I was particularly well, no. good at it is because you have to learn how to. I mean, you have to be able to do the job and do it well or else you're never gonna you know get comfortable but then you also have to learn to just uh not care when things are going badly like it, yeah. it's hard because you have to kind of look people in the face and be like everything sucks mm-hmm. there's nothing <laughs> yeah. i can do about it sorry, but bro. everything sucks sorry and then you know you also have to know how to try to win those people over or whatever but there th- that happens all the time i mean mm-hmm. you've been in restaurants you've had things yeah. fall apart I've always wondered if, like, stuff, but. I've, like, there's been times where I've gotten, like, really terrible service, mm-hmm. and then, like, just kind of, like, <laughs> towards the end of it, like, and I'm never the guy to, like, bring it up. Sure. But I've, but I've always, like, but towards the end of it, like, the service just kind of, like, even though, like, you kind of, you have this moment with, like, the waiter waitress, yeah. where you both, whether it be, like, eye contact or whatever, you both kind of realize, like, this service sucks. Right. Yeah. And it kind of stays like shitty. I've always wondered, like as a as a waiter or a waitress, if there's like a time where you're just like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to tip anyways. Fuck that table." Like, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's never. It's just never. I think it's less personal than people think it ever is, and like less. Um, like the the thing that people forget is like the the not only the wait staff but the manager and the kitchen. They all also want you to be good right. <laughs> like nobody wants you to have a shitty experience because that right. sucks for them too so it's yeah. like we're all on the same page we wish things were going well but i mean there also for sure is like a time where you do kind of give up like if everything yeah. sucks like i was always good about trying to just make them feel mm-hmm. as comfortable as possible and i always i was a big advocator of like I would yell at, I mean, because I had done it for so long too, but like, I would be the guy who got into a manager's face and be like, you, we need to take care of that table. Like go cop their check or buy them something. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like I would fight for the customer all the time. And just because like, 
to me, that's the right thing to do. You're working for these giant corporations. They can fucking pick up a check when they screwed everything up. You know, there's but... a pinky toe in their spaghetti. <laughs> Give them a break. Yeah. I, think, I think my least favorite thing <laughs> in the world is going to a restaurant with somebody who, like, complains to the waiter or waitress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. It's, I agree. Oh, well, <laughs> my dad was... <laughs> yeah. Like, like to a certain extent, that's the worst. Let me tell a Longhorn. I don't care. I don't. I honestly, I don't care how terrible it is. Yeah. Like I would much rather just sit there because it's not going to get any better. Yeah. Deal with it and then just not go back there. Mega stink. But I agree. I mean, ever like you could bring me the wrong. I will. I will never send back the wrong mail. Mm -hmm. I'll do that just because. Like again, it's. That's on y'all. Like, I'll just send give, back the but like, I'll but never that, like, get grumpy. That, that's my. Thing. That's where I get angry with people. It's like, why are you being an asshole just because your experience isn't going well? Like, that, right. you still don't have the right to be a jerk. Right. Like, yeah. yes, you should get what you asked for. But if it takes two hours, fuck, it takes two hours. Sorry. Like, I know <laughs> yeah. that sucks, and you're probably hungry. Yeah. But you can just get up and leave. You don't even have to pay the check. Nobody's gonna stop you because if. You've been waiting for that long. Like you can just get up and leave, or whatever. It doesn't matter. But but like the point of like being like this is ridiculous. It's like first of all, everybody knows. (laughs) Like you're not you're not bringing news to anybody. We know that sometimes this shit happens and it sucks. Like another like Mm -hmm. one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is when you're like at the grocery store and it's like at a really busy time of day, like Friday, Mm -hmm. right after rush hour. And obviously, that's when everyone wants to go to the grocery store. And get home as quickly as possible. Yeah. And the old guy. I never go to the grocery store then. <laughs> and the old guy, like three people in front of you, just turns around and just like announces to everybody, they should open another lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I had that experience just, ne- just recently at the Kroger that we both live by. This guy was like... This is ridiculous. Yeah, and then they start trying to like recruit other people. <laughs> yeah. They're like we should rebel. Yeah, like he looks at join me. me. He looked at me, and I was just like, I was just like, Ugh. I, I mean, he was talking to me right in front of the cashier. He was like, they don't care about us. <laughs> see those, see those self service checkouts. That's the future. Like you're going on a rant. And I looked up at the cashier. I was like, sorry. Yeah, I always give the guy. I, I don't like what he said. But what is it? What is it about older people? Like, do are we gonna like one day just be like? Do they have I don't a- think so. I think if you're an asshole, you're an asshole, yeah. and then older assholes have less concern with looking like an asshole. But I, I just think I know zero thirty-three year olds who would just be like, they should open because another they're line. concerned oh. with looking like an asshole, but they're yeah. thinking oh, about they think you know they they want sense. to say that, yeah. but they're like, uh, I might. I don't want this person to think badly of me. I come here all the time or whatever. But, like, yeah, if you're fucking 70, you're like, what do I care? I always play these scenarios in my head. And in my head in these scenarios, I just look at the guy and I'm like, hey. Yeah, you got all the time Don't come to the grocery store on Friday at 5 have you if ever, you don't want to be crap but instead I'm just like have you ever never. called out somebody for acting wrongly though in that way oh I have I've done it in an Uber before I did it at a restaurant and it was very satisfying I, I tried to not seize the hero moment and and try to be productive kind of like yeah, cut him some slack. Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't do the like. Well, I, you sir, what's I, wrong? I had a person, you know, Uber Express pool that they do now, where you have to like walk a block to be picked up. Have you guys no. seen that? You'll save like an extra dollar, but like sometimes they'll 
like you'll be like pick me up here and then your phone will be like okay we'll walk to the corner of this and this and that's where they'll be yeah so you like meet them on the route it's just supposed to keep things going like one direction no turning right. away so this these people weren't on the corner where they're supposed to be and they like called the uber driver and they're like we're at the hotel come pick us up and uh he was like well you guys are supposed to be here he's they're like just turn down the road i'm standing right here and so we turned and we picked him up and i was fine like i was a little annoyed that the uber driver even did that because i was like you should have just canceled the ride they weren't where they're supposed to be but then they were like complaining about it they were like you know they were like you know we said here and he was like yeah well blah 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 and then but they were like feeling very angry with him so i chimed in and just was like you guys i know it's confusing i was nice about it i was like it's a confusing thing the way that they do it but i was like but you guys did an uber express pool Hmm. you have to walk you have Hmm. to walk to where they tell you to go just because, like, I yeah. think when you're that just incorrect, it's like somebody tell somebody them that tell, they're yeah, wrong. Someone, like, yeah. they're yelling at this Uber driver, like, not up. believing yeah. him. Because yeah. <laughs> they didn't give this Uber driver, like, lessons in how to deal with difficult people. They <laughs> right. were just like, do you have a Nissan that's at least from 2013? Right. Right. Yeah. So. It's like, how much control do you have over your experience? And if you have a fair amount of control, maybe you shouldn't pitch a little fit. Like, if you could remove yourself from the situation... Like, don't freak out. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, w- I worked retail, so that happened to me all the time. Um, I worked at a bookstore. So um, we would have people who would just get upset if, you know, they come to the customer service line. They'd be like, I need um, that book by that guy that just wrote that book. And I'd be like, uh, what's it about? And they're like, I don't know, but he was on that show. <laughs> you know that show last night <laughs> like, oh, MacGyver to do. <laughs> MacGyver I mean that's just oblivious people in general just people but that they like, get yeah. a, but no oblivious people get upset yeah through their own fault right like you don't understand them they're oblivious and right. they're bothered right so well then <laughs> I got a job in television I went back to school mm-hmm uh, and got a job in television, and uh, then I quit my job in television to start working completely freelance, which is what I do now. I work from home. You like working freelance better yeah. than uh, better than television? Yeah, I mean, I I have been lucky enough to be to have a very supportive wife mm-hmm. who has a full time job. We've and all got mind great it. wives. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But she has a full-time job and doesn't mind that I don't have a steady paycheck or and and is okay, like supportive of that and okay with that and like you know it, it can be a little scary at times and you know you gotta kind of do what you have to do cut corners or whatever sometimes but um, mm-hmm. but it's worked out nicely for us and uh, things have been good. How are you getting? How do you get most of your freelance work through advertising or uh, through people I know. I got you. Yeah, from working in television and stuff, and um, yeah. mostly editing or a lot of editing, a lot of full productions. I, right. I get probably more just editing work, just because that's things that like will always kind of trickle down in general. Of just mm-hmm. like, oh, we need a new graphic for this, you know, whatever. Can you just edit something into this already existing product or something right. like that? Mm-hmm. But I get full productions. I've I've done full productions for you know training videos, orientation videos. Um, you know, usually corporate stuff inside or like, you know, either material for them to show their employees that already exist or new employees joining on. I've done videos for people's websites, like little ads that mm-hmm. they just play on a loop in their website. Um, 
I've done some creative stuff. I, I had a storybook art, like a children's storybook artist uh, or storybook writer, like want to adapt her storybook into a puppet show. So we shot and edited and added graphics and uh, like did a full production puppet show uh-huh. with them. That was fun. Did you have to like recruit the puppeteers? They or? puppeteered themselves, and then they got interestingly they like it was a like a adult woman dog. They're dogs, but like an adult dog and like yeah. a little kid dog. So even though they had themselves puppeting, they got a child to come in and read the voice of the younger puppet which is really cool and they they had the sets built and costumes and everything but we had to it was really tricky because none of us were puppeteers none of us had worked with puppets really before so our film side did you really have you worked with puppets i was a kid (laughs) i'm not dude this is like a different story for a different time but you were, when I was a kid, we did puppets at my church. And really? Was like you could like what thing you could choose, and I like went on like a trip and did like. Wow. I, I used to go to like old folks' homes and do like a puppet show. It was definitely though. It, it was a difficult thing for us to figure out how we wanted to shoot the puppets. So like, you direct, you directed them? it, right? Yes, I directed it. I've done a music video for. Uh, um, What's that being called? Mountain, Mountain Party. Party, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mountain Party. I did a music video for them. I'm trying to do more stuff like that, music videos and documentaries and stuff like that. But, you know, as far as paychecks go, it's a lot of corporate stuff. And I still get hit up not only freelance editing, but like freelance grip work and stuff like that, where somebody will just their own production where they're like, hey, can you come in, uh, you know, grip for us for a day do, or, do or rig like lights a, for a day or something? Is there like a pretty like tight social network of you guys or is it like mainly just like word of mouth yeah i mean there's 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 like you work with like the you know like the usual suspects type thing or i mean i definitely have a few people and i'm sure that's kind of how it mostly goes and i try to take work with other people when i can because Mm -hmm. that's how you get on new crews and get Mm -hmm. called by new people so when they pop up i'm always so trying to jump all over them Um, right but yeah i mean i get a lot of work from the same people you uh you've always done creative work since i've known like in high school yeah i mean i knew you in middle school but when we really started hanging out was in high school and you were involved in theater drama and stuff like that well i've also always i think i've always tried to sort of pave my own path i mean that time the, the time of my life where i just had a my 20s i just had a job working in a restaurant and i just worked that job and paid my rent and it was cool and it was fun but the i mean the biggest thing about that was like how just boring it was and i was Mm -hmm. doing stand-up at the time i was doing other creative stuff at the time too but see you doing stand-up yeah but even still it was just like the most it was it was becoming a very regular life and that really kind of bothered me i was like oh i didn't really want just a regular life so i've always tried to be one to carve my own path whether it be like i'm gonna start podcasts right, yeah. you know and just right. like do that kind of thing but yeah i mean the biggest thing was to be like you know i had an okay job in television and and that was still pretty unusual but it was it was also felt very regular and you know when yeah me and sam really started discussing like oh let's let's uh take the leap and i'll go out on my own i mean that's that's been the craziest you know thing i've ever done and it's just been i think you probably need that though right i feel like i do for sure yeah i mean i could i don't think i would be miserable with a full-time job but honestly what i need is to keep creative outlets always and and to keep to keep something in my life that is just sort of 
non non-conventional in a yeah. way mm-hmm. like at this point because i work from home like i like the idea that i don't you know sometimes i miss coworkers and stuff and i do a lot to yeah. <laughs> like i i do weekly breakfast with people just so i can constantly see people <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, but yeah. but like the the whole working from home thing it's just like it's it's super i mean i'm sure you know a lot of people would love to work from home but uh-huh. it keeps me uh it gives me a freedom that i feel like is very important I think it, I, I know it sounds like crazy, but I think it does take a special type of person to be able to work from home. Yeah. Because I, I had a job where I could work remotely at one time in my life. And like the first time I like took my laptop home <laughs> and was like, tomorrow I'm working from home. I was just like, it, I, I literally could not do it. Yeah. I, and I, I'm like, I'm at home. This right. is like my, this is the. So, like, I honestly think it takes a lot of, like, I'll tell you willpower I, to be able to work from home. When I first started, I mean, because it was a very, it's weird waking up and being like, well, time to work here. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it, it is strange. Money. I would uh, schedule out, like, my day to the hour. Yeah. And I would follow that schedule because if I didn't do that, I would just be like, all right, well, I guess I'll eat some breakfast. I wouldn't right, drink I all day, I think. <laughs> There's no way I wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's wisdom in knowing that, right? Yeah. Um, but so what I was thinking was, you've always been kind of the same guy to me. Like, yeah. Even though you, you know, I used th- to be a little wilder and a little change, angrier. I think things change, you know, with a little aging. meaner in general. Meaner? Yeah, I used to. I think I used to be mean. Is that not accurate? I don't think so. I feel like I was... I think you've always been delightful. I, I think had, I had a, had a sort temper, of cruel humor. I did have a temper, which I think has definitely disappeared. But I think I had a when, cruel When you humor. wake up, my mom says. <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> but, like, and Luke, too. And I, I would assume the same for me is, like, we see each other not all the time. But when we do pick up, it's... Oh, it's like... It's no like time nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And David, I haven't seen you in, like, a year, I feel like. Right? I mean, it's, more it's than a, yet? It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, it was a podcast. Yeah. And um, I am actually, it, it makes me judge other people harshly because I don't like meeting, seeing somebody out who I knew in the past who has taken on an entirely different persona. All right. And you know what I mean? Like they're, they've rejected everything that came before. Yeah. Sure. Completely. Sure. And it bothers me. And mm-hmm. I know they, you know, they have the right to be whoever they want to be, and maybe they were leading a false life before or something right. like that. But it's like, I don't know. It's like you can't act like it didn't happen. Like, you, <laughs> like I see these people who used to be nut jobs in high school. Now they got it all together. Yeah, and it's like, and you might yeah, bring but that's, up that's maybe like but, just a natural but, progression but, too. But, but I'm not done yet. Then you bring up something that happened during high school, and they're like, oh, I, I, I better go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, wait a second. Now. Do you remember you're, when you're you afraid. shit your pants? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder why I got weird about that. <laughs> I, I mean, I do think it's weird because what I could do is say to Luke, you remember when you did that to your pants? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah. I do. And he would be okay with it. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. and you too, I think. I think, right? Well, I never shit my pants. So he's winking at me right now. <laughs> I'm not winking. Um, but you know, if you something embarrassing, happens um, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I think that's a little. Are you bit terrified more, of being confronted with your past self? Not at all. I think, but I, I'm just trying to I, talk about other people. Like, I think for me that I, I have lived a life where I've always been 
very like accepting like, of myself. But uh-huh. if you weren't at one time, maybe it is a little bit harder to revisit the past. And and people will have, I mean, there are people who were not very comfortable with themselves in high school and maybe are very ashamed of how they I, acted in high school. I think I was an absolute immature idiot <laughs> for like high school and through like a lot of my early 20s but like when i look back at it it kind of just makes me laugh Isn't that funny? i think it's yeah. funny like, I, like I mean well because well i can be grateful because like i feel like i'm like i honestly i, I i'm not even kidding i feel like it was like 27 before i started being like oh shit i've got yeah. it together maybe like I was pretty stupid, and like now I'm kind of like yeah. That's, it, I mean that's what I didn't together. go. I, I didn't go back to school until I was 27, which is yeah. when I went to get out of the restaurant the business. But yeah, I cortex just is yeah. fully drank developed. a ridiculous amount of alcohol, I had, and I, like like I'm more embarrassed, honestly, of things I did in my early 20s than things I did in my high school days, maybe, for yeah. sure. Because like and I. I was kind of a dick. I, I at least that's my perception of myself is that I was kind of a dick to people. I wasn't very caring to a lot of my friends i wrote them off very quickly and these are like new friends not you guys of course but like 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 a roommate that i had or something like that maybe i disagreed with and then i was just like well fuck you forever and never like like never like talk to them about their issues or anything it was just like cool fuck you guys i'm out and then never talk to them again just looking back on like like we going back i mean i forgive myself for that sorry to cut you off but i do want like it's not like i judge myself for that even as much as i'm just like I'm aware that I was a dick and I'm not proud of it, you know? Uh-huh. Right. Like, it's okay. I was dumb. I was younger, whatever. Yeah. But, like... You could laugh about an old stupid story that, of something that you did. Sure. But I don't feel good about it. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I... I mean, I'm I'm making myself sound like I was a monster or something. Right. But, like, there are definitely things that I'm like, oh, I'm not I, proud that, that, I, knew that you I did would, that. I knew you during that time. Like when you tried to... say you were not... Yeah. I, mean, you're like, <laughs> I was probably a pretty like a regular guy. guy, but... Yeah. Like, when you were in, like, your early 20s, like, uh, speaking... Like, going back to the whole Facebook thing, because I'm, I'm pretty disturbed that I can see my old statuses, because it's, like... It sucks, because I can't tell you how many times, like, my statuses, like consistently or like instead of being like completely inappropriate well that sure but a lot of like i hate this and right, this right, sucks right and it's just telling everybody like i'm just want to make sure you know that whatever you like i hate here's right. my non-standard yeah, i did that shit too and I, like, I i don't like that either like just i saw think. this movie and i hate right. it and just like Although i still love to hate on certain movies but like i try to keep that to a like a conversation that, right. that's my whole thing like to go back to facebook is just like i hate that like it's so definitive without like me explaining myself at all like right. i hate watchmen and like that's it like, yeah. it's not really a thought it's just you know so i so i've never seen game of thrones yeah but neither have I, I still it's still very interesting mu- yeah. it still very much annoys me when people make a point on like social media to be like I've never seen your stupid dragon show or whatever. It's just like, I bet I've never seen it, but people, I bet I would enjoy it because it seems like everybody else does. People, so. people calling the Super Bowl uh, like 
sports ball or like ah, yeah. like every year for Ooh, what for, is this is this the hockey game yeah really? every yeah. year for the Super Bowl that you get an influx of people who really want you to know that they don't care about yeah. it I'm always like why like yeah. so what people are enjoying themselves tonight yeah. that makes you angry yeah, just stuff like that. <laughs> I did a, I did a whole lot of that in like my early 20s but now the older I get it's just like maybe that's just part of growing up yeah as you start as you start caring more about the things you like and not necessarily the things you dislike worrying about sure. care, telling people like what you <laughs> don't like Right, I, I'm yeah. gonna. I, I'll go one further and say it's. It's not like we're getting to be better people. We're seeing what works more. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like what works more in terms of convincing people to like you, like complaining all the time, <laughs> right. or keeping yeah. your trap shut until you need to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, also, like, what just makes you a more interesting person? I think that I. There was a time where I thought that the things I didn't like made me Define very interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, isn't it cool his, that his I eyes don't got like... wide when he said that, by the way. That I don't like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. jaw rule. Isn't that interesting? Well, like, you know? five, five years ago, I might have been the guy who's just like, I hate Game of Thrones. Just yeah. because it was just like, it would have been interesting because I wasn't like... You know what I mean? Just like, that, that was the kind of like what I'm thing. fascinated about by Game of Thrones is that I have very discriminating friends. And then friends who will watch any crap that comes their way, and they both like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because Game of Thrones is both things at the same time. <laughs> it is, like, really high quality and also, like, crappy bad. Like, it it has incredible world building and pretty good production value, but at its core, it's like a Xena warrior princess or like the <laughs> Kevin Servo Hercules. Like, it's really good versions of those shows, but that is what it is. It's like... Like, really, like, every season there's, like, weird storylines in which, oh, but, get, you know, people say it's a soap opera. It is a soap opera. It's, like, the characters might as well be, like, I woke up with amnesia today, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, it, it's it's that. It's it's in a lot of ways bad TV, but it's also, I mean, I, uh, I know it's kind of cliche to say, you know, and I've actually kind of defended this last season, but it's it was a bad ending, and they really kind of screwed it up, and you know, people are right to not like it. This seems to be the general concern. <laughs> um, but before that, before this last season, even including last the season before, which a lot of people didn't like also, I swore it was the best show on TV. And I think that ending kind of has actually negated that, at least in favor to things like Breaking Bad or maybe yeah. Mad Men shows. Breaking like, Bad end well. I didn't see that. Yes, show. Breaking Bad Breaking ended Bad very is, well. is still my favorite. And I think Mad Men ended watched. very well. And uh, certain shows like that, it just like kind of had a better through line that Game of Thrones, unfortunately, didn't really get. Yeah. It really uh-huh. kind of sucks because that, I think that show was... I mean, they did some of the best, like I said, world building, character arcs, you know, like bringing things in that happened from like seasons ago, like everything mattered so much Mm. for like five seasons. (laughs) And then the last three were just a little, like I thought the two before the last one were still really good, but they became very action focused. It was like everything was about the fights, the battles, which were great, but they Uh were just like, that became story, mm-hmm. but then you still kind of had this feeling that, well, in the last season, they'll bring everything together and wrap it all up. But then it was a little losty. Do you, did you either of you guys watch lost? I watched lost and then like, no, the last season just, <laughs> it like, just lets I, so I much even, go. I didn't even they finish didn't. it. I, Cause I, I kind of gave up on it. Yeah. You, you, I mean, I loved lost a lot actually, the but the first they, two seasons might be like, the, yeah, it's, they were well, awesome. it's real groundbreaking too, but they, there's so much set up in that show that they just don't even t- 
touch upon at the end of it. They're just like, well, forget about that. Yeah. Like that thing that we made seem super important in season four, yeah. we're not even going to mention at the end of the show. Like it's just gone forever. I, and Game of Thrones, unfortunately, had a little bit should, of that. You should at least go back and watch I, the first I watched, two seasons of Lost. I watched some shows, but I'll tell you what I don't <laughs> like about shows is that they're forever postponing their quality yeah i i agree yeah. and i honestly did you not watch any of breaking bad the reason breaking bad no. is so good is because it doesn't fuck around with that bullshit every episode progresses the story yeah. towards a conclusion that well, makes sense well, what about did you watch sons of anarchy no i didn't yeah, really? i think it's up there same thing it's up there with breaking bad for me i thought that about mad men a lot of people argue that mad men had a lot still, of filler I've never, but i've it, never seen that show the thing is Matt, not much it's happens like in mad men so filler is okay yeah justified is one that I know that good. you really like. I well, I like. I, I mean, all shows to me seem to do a little bit of that. Like, we're going to confuse how good of this show is by postponing certain story yes. developments. Mm-hmm. Well, all shows are just too long. Yeah, and just you know, like learn, learn from the British. You know, yeah, six episodes. Yeah, but um, The Office. I like shorten, shorten your episodes too. Like, not every fucking show needs an hour long episode. And, you know, and that's how I feel about the Marvel films. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I watched Endgame. Yeah. I'm like, how do I even begin to to evaluate this film? Yeah, like it's so hyperlinked. Like, what am I really judging? Am I judging this particular right three hours? Or well, the- and, and in general, the series of Marvel movies, I feel like could have been shorter. Like, you could have combined five or six of those movies, and and you know. Saved us all some time. We didn't need twenty fucking three movies. Now, but Luke, say something funny about Marvel movies. <laughs> well, this is this is a question. Did, did you guys like you know the Tobey Maguire Spider Man? Yeah, I'd, I'd like. Do you it. guys consider One that part of like the Three's same? Okay. Is that like canon <laughs> no. with like any of these? No, no. they're not. No, they're, not. They've, they're decidedly not. Okay, they were owned by a different production company. I have, and seen now those. there's a new Spider Man. Yeah. What yeah. do you think of the third Spider Man movie? I think it has some redeeming qualities. I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. I think the biggest... Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I the s- problem is the villains, though. I don't think, like, a lot of people had a problem with, Who like, the, the Tobey Maguire, like, emo shit. James I kind of like that. Yeah, is that wait, is I the, think so, too. Is the yeah. third one when he does, like, that, like, weird waiter dance? Yeah, like, it is. And he, like, yeah. combs his hair down. I thought that was, like, pretty good yeah. like Spider-Man camp. Were you, like, I saw were you that emo at the time? <laughs> uh, no, I think this was post-emo. Were you ever emo? I mean, you were like skinny jeans emo. Maybe. Yeah, I was like skinny jeans. Like, I hated emo so much. Like yeah. when when that swept our high school. Yeah, well, you were like forty at the time. Right? <laughs> I, I felt forty when yeah. I saw our friends turn emo. Like I was like, I literally saw it happen. I was How'd like, you feel about my like pop punk skater turn that I I rocked for a while? When did that happen? I mean, I I think I was like wearing a at least like a studded belt and like you're kind of like Tyler Durden. You like had this weird yeah. mishmash of <laughs> styles and stuff. Crap! Did you wear like a pleather snakeskin? No, blazer? I was like chain wallet and studded belt and I, I couldn't get you picked. like band t-shirts, I, like tight band t-shirts. You weren't doing it. Wasn't identifiable quite, thing. I think I was like pop punk. You were Muhammad. I think I stylized myself after like Blink One Eight Two pretty pretty heavily. Yeah, I I pretty much. (laughs) Okay, I did that and let it like evolve like from there. Well, yeah. All I know is, but I had a loud personality, which probably did at least make me stand out a little bit from the masses of like emo kids. Well, we we had some friends that like (laughs) it just seemed to happen so suddenly. 
It's like yeah, I mean that whole well, like it be, because it like was sudden it because was, like it, so you had like it, this is the way my high school experience was. I didn't go to the same school as y'all, but um, like in around like ninth grade, it's still very much like a risk to be like a skater or an emo kid or like wear a studded belt or something like was that. A risk at our high school. <laughs> well, 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 okay, well, like, maybe somewhere around, like, middle of 10th grade, like, all of a sudden, like, it becomes more cool and way less of, like, a social risk. And so, yeah. like, there was just this big wave of, like, all these, like, yeah, people we that were s- seemingly, you know, c- conservative and safe. Well, it also just, like, just became, like, the normal fashion. Right, Which yeah. is why your anger towards it is kind of bizarre to me. Like, it just became, like, the popular, you know, hip look. All right, well, the look I'm thinking of wasn't, like, the popular hip look. It was, like, when we had a friend who showed up one day with his hair, uh, like, uh, completely gelled, but, like, pulled over one half of his face. <laughs> One half of his face is hidden. It looked like an anime character. Just chill, man. He was sad. Yeah. <laughs> and also a but you young know teenager trying you new things. Me crazy. Just because you were so self-assured your entire fucking life since you were like a baby. <laughs> you know what drove me crazy? He, he goes, I realized the other day that <laughs> Fight Club is an emo movie. And I was like, oh, you're done, pal. Yeah. Was like, that Chris Gaines? No. <laughs> Chris Gaines went to our high school. Um, he looked old at the time. We were like, I guess he's just an emo kid like us. I, I like because I didn't go through phases. I yeah, you did. Existed. Not. You no. still dress get, like you dressed yeah. in high school. Yeah. You're in a Batman I mean, T-shirt. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not kidding when I say David is the same person he was in like third grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what it was, but I I remember I. I was so disconcerted with this emo stuff. It's because everybody's going around. They were really playing it up, man. It was getting crazy. Yeah. Like people were putting their heads down on the table at lunch, like moping because oh, it, yeah. it was like a stylistic thing. And I ranted about it so much that Jay Howell, because he controlled some of the media at school, he was in a mass media class. Right. Those TVs that would flash messages. Yeah, yeah. He put in a message that I glanced up and saw one day, like during class. It was my birthday, and he goes, "Happy birthday, Emonator Marsh." <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I hated the whole thing, and Jay was part of that. Yeah. Like he, but yeah. I, it's not like I wasn't going to be friends with those guys. Yeah. But I would relentlessly question them. It's just funny that you hated it because it wasn't even like a like a posery thing or an offensive thing. Like they were just dressing like the bands that they liked. It, it was no, well, you know what I mean? If they had told me that's what they were doing, I probably would have been fine with it. But what they said was completely different. <laughs> they said something like, we don't fit in with like the rest. Like there was this kid that worked in our drama class. He said that to me. I was like, well, you sure do look like the rest. <laughs> I mean, that's, well, it, I yeah. think it just goes back to uh, what we were talking about earlier and whether or not you are a Spicoli yeah. Or a Steve McQueen. If you want to be the character. <laughs> yeah. Or do you want to be the, yeah, the cool guy? Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather you were a good cool guy, though. And also, uh, we kind of started talking about this early on, like, comedy and comedic personalities. Like, you have a great comedic personality. You've just always been the, the straight, straight guy. The straight guy. You're really yeah. good at you it. You told me one time that I came up with a lot of comedic content but didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like you were always pushing me to be funnier like with your straight madness. Like that's why I, I 
like we performed a lot together in in like drama and stuff and yeah. like even just if not like actually a scene like just doing kind of bits together we still do bits together but oh. you were always like just sort of egging me on to do a, <laughs> well, you remember we saw a Dooney and Burke purse that was like a <laughs> that was like a name brand Dooney and Burke yeah, and yeah we were like oh that sounds like a couple like a, of hobos and then we started like a, like a sitcom about a couple of hobos <laughs> yeah and Dooney and the Burke. Rails. hey hey Dooney <laughs> hey, hey Dooney <laughs> hey uh, what are we gonna do today Dooney yeah, we would do like a little Dooney and Burke act <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, I was tell, I was telling David this I was in a, I told this is why I really want to do a podcast with them is because like it, I don't know how much you've ever listened to Dr. Drew uh, whether uh, yeah. whether it be Love Line, Love Line or, yeah. like, totally. or yeah. like he has another right now he has a podcast really like on Dr. Drew After Dark but <laughs> Dr., but, he, it, but it's essentially like Love Line Love Line on a podcast without the funny guy but, well he always has he has a, well, the same, he has a different co-host every time it's a different okay. stand-up comedian oh nice but um but there's something about Dr. Drew. He's like only friends with stand-up comedians. But like he's like in he's like he's always been like the straight man. The yeah. straight man, but he's this doctor. He has like a fucking PhD and like he's obviously knows a whole lot about like whether or not it just be like medicine or like psychology or or anything but these like he can get like someone like steve-o on a show and he can just be like uh you know shoved a tonka truck like up steve. my asshole and, <laughs> and tore my rectum and then like a sh- you know like shit came out of my pee hole and all this stuff and instead of verbatim him, i think and, and instead of him just being like well, you know what the fuck he's just like well you know that's just uh yeah he know, know he knows that that's his like and, but that's his he's, he's just so seemingly unbothered by like these guys right. and so like i was like you know i have like a little bit i don't want to say i'm steve-o but i have like yeah. a little bit yeah more of that but like david like for our entire lives like that has almost like been his role in our conversations is to like right take something i say and then like Make me feel like it, like why, like has some credence. Yeah, yeah. like has some credence. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I, uh, I, I never really. My thing is, what are you getting out of it, really? Like, not, not like I'm judging. Like, right. tr- seriously, if you, if you're not complaining, I have no problem w- with whatever you're doing. Well, yeah, you, what are you talking about as far as like shoving a, a car? <laughs> oh, well, see, yeah, like, that was like, just like, like a, if you not a that was just a Steve example. Yeah. Uh, oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I've never shoved anything in my. <laughs> you know, one time I did go to the urologist and had an impromptu check. Really? Yeah. See, that's my fear more than anything. It's like just being caught off guard. Yeah. I would rather have been surprised i don't want to think about it all that when i was time a, leading up to it when i was a kid i remember i would not jack off the day before my daughter's appointment because i'd be like he could know. probably look and, <laughs> no and he'll tell like my mom and, mm, and, like, uh, ma'am you got a real pervert of a son here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh all right well you want to wrap this up we've been talking for four hours okay <laughs> you should have something in there um <laughs> All right, so uh, that's our first episode of Dudes Who May Have Cars, because Muhammad doesn't have one, Um, (laughs) Drinking Beer. Drinking Beer. I mean, if uh, nothing else, it's an amazing title. And I've had a great great time talking to you guys. Yeah. Let's do episode two again soon. Absolutely. All right. Or you, you can probably get us different guests, but 
I'll miss it. I'll miss you guys. You'll be here in well, spirit. I mean, we can't. Yeah. We kind of need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All this equipment it? is mine. Yeah. Can we? Can we change it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, and we'll be right back to wrap up. Let's make a podcast with Muhammad T. Joma after this. <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Make a Podcast, David Luke. Thank you guys so much. No, it was so much you. fun. We it's weird, job. like talking a little bit more podcastery again now because we just had like a super long, just like candid conversation, like yeah. friends do. Yeah, uh, I love that podcast. I love the idea for a podcast. I always say um, on this podcast and, and my other podcasts is that like the the best thing about doing a podcast is that like you just have an excuse to sit across from your friends and talk, yeah. and that's like all that podcast was. So <laughs> yeah. that was really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's something too. I mean, you guys said that you guys talk, you like go, go over to each other's houses to just like talk sometimes. But mm-hmm. for me, there's something about like sitting down with a microphone and hearing your voices in each other's ears that make it so much more like you hear everything so much better. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so much more of a uh, official conversation. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Didn't um, feel official. <laughs> <laughs> Any notes that you have about that? The, about that the session. podcast yeah you, I, you think I, we could to be better? honest like if you end up not liking this episode when you're like editing it together <laughs> just throw it away <laughs> um no i wasn't gonna say that i was gonna oh, say sorry. you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> because i had a good time doing that podcast yeah no, I, had a, I had a great time awesome i yeah. think that uh you know it was real tangenty yeah there's like just a couple like times like a where we just really it was just really good conversation. For a second, I was like, oh, yeah, we're interviewing Muhammad. Right. <laughs> yeah. You did keep coming but, uh, back to, like, yeah. just the most basic interview, yeah. too. Like, so what'd you do after high school? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, yeah. that was part of what I wanted. Yeah, I think I so, don't too. Like yeah, I did, too. Yeah, fuck A really structured yeah. podcast. Yeah. I've been on a podcast in which I was interviewed, like, as a as a guest and the whole time I was just like asking them questions and like conversing and then they'd be like, so what else? You know, they keep going yeah. back to it and I'd keep derailing it. So I would like I you to the remove our talk about Marvel films. I think it was utter crap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I make the editing choices around here. Uh, do you guys want to plug anything real quick? Um, no, we don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, what do you, no. do you have anything? Luke? Uh, I have a, you get that potato chip thing, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, follow chips underscore review. Uh, if you want to know what chips are good and yeah. what chips are gross, just, just do yourself a favor and follow that Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. It's the best thing out there. Um, yeah, that's it. If you guys listen this far, please go ahead and write a review. Uh, it helps out a shitload, way more than you would think. Uh, the more reviews that are written and uh, ranked, the the higher visibility we have. Uh, also, share an episode. You know, share one uh, on one of those social media platforms that we were talking shit about this whole episode. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, that's that's it. Anything else, guys? No. Uh, no. All right then. Thanks Goodbye. For having us. And I love you. You too. <laughs>